Hi, uh, my name is Raf. I am playing Grinna, a barbarian human, uh, running from his past as an ex-soldier, now turned mercenary. Hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I, um, I'm playing the character of Luther. Uh, he's a Dampier. Uh, he is a fighter that specializes in firearms, a bit of an investigator, and I am the great, great, great uncle of uh, Grinna. Hi, I'm Jacob. I'm playing Tithla, the Goblin Ranger. Uh, she is a wonderful hunter and medical genius. Hi, I'm Haz. I'm playing uh, Theodore Ursa, the satyr druid, who's a kind of a, a charismatic druid who's unwillingly taken Tithla un under his under his wing as she's followed him through the, the forest for the past few months. G'day, I'm Tom. I'm playing Jonal, the Asimir wizard. Um, he is on the pursuit of good and evil, uh, finding out the best and worst in this world, and he's doing that with a little bit of naivety and optimism. And I'm Owen, the dungeon master of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Hello! Hello! Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Lost Archives, everybody. My name's Owen. I'm the dungeon master of our Curse of Strahd campaign. Joining us tonight, or rejoining us tonight, is Jared. Andrew thought I was going to say hello. his name, but it's Jared. He's back. He's yeah, Andrew. <laughs> no, we'll get to that. We'll get to him. Jared, how you doing, buddy? We obviously we obviously missed your last session because uh, Easter we were away, and then the session before that you were undergoing surgery. So the Curse of Strad people haven't heard how you're how you're doing. I don't think have they? No, I'm um yeah. For everyone that's watching and listening, I'm doing really good now after the surgery. So, um, bit, bit of discomfort still, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm up on my feet walking around without the crutches now. So, doing really good. A little bit more recovery ahead, but you know, doing good. Happy to be here tonight to play some D&D uh, &D with these fine folk. Very happy to have you here tonight playing some D&D &D with some fine folk. Um, speaking of fine folks, my bad, the lack, and the lack thereof, uh, Andrew. Andrew's also joining us again. Uh, how dare you? Yep. Fine that's folk. Wow. Yeah. Take that back, you son of a bitch. Um, Andrew, Andrew is. Apologies. Andrew's rejoining us. Um, now, Andrew's been having some fun with his microphone. So, at any minute, at any point, he suddenly might go mute. It might start making loud screeching noises. You might even hear some pots and pans in the background. We've got no idea. But the good news is, Andrew's a proficient mime. That's what he's demonstrating right now for podcast listeners. Andrew's trapped in a tiny box of his own creation. It's very impressive miming skills. So if you do see Andrew's mic suddenly cut out, um, he will mime and we will have to try and figure out playing D&D charades to uh, to try and communicate what his uh, character Raspip is going to be doing. That That's Fireball, I'm guessing, when you do the Kame, Kamehameha. Was, yeah. Sweet. Okay. Well, as long as we know Fireball, I think we'll be pretty set, to be honest. Like, that's the main thing Raspip kind of does, right? And also, like, finger people's rings whenever he gets a chance. I'm sorry, what? Well, that's what Raspip's trying to find, is um, his missing not ring. Your, not your <laughs> ring. That's disappointing. Is there some One phrasing there that's... Well. Is there some problem with that phrasing? Are we, are we okay? Please. I don't think Raspip's going to check the cat for any rings. Um... He's gone again. Okay, <laughs> cool. Message received. Um, now I will do a, a quick recap to get us back into the uh, back into the zone for Curse of Strahd. Um, but yeah, we're very excited to be back playing the uh, the premiere horror D and D campaign. So, the newest team of the Tempest Adventuring Guild have found themselves lost in the dangerous realm of Barovia. 
Trapped by strange magics, the group have now traveled westward, away from the sinister castle which reportedly houses the immortal ruler of Barovia. Successfully arriving in the town of Alaki, the group have now been drawn into an investigation to locate the missing bones of a saint, said to confer protection to the town. Along the way, the group have also teamed up with a gnome sorcerer, Raspip, who is also searching for a lost item. Their paths seem to lead in the same direction, the Wokta family, who have much to gain from the acquisition of both bones and enchanted ring. Last session, the group travelled to the local trading yard, meeting with Gunther Arasek, the local trader, and learning that Raspip's ring was indeed recently sold to Lady Fiona Wokta. Armed with this knowledge, and the beginning of a plan ready to recover the items now forming in their minds, the group set off into the night. Unfortunately, they hadn't even left the stockyard when cries of alarm sounded from behind them, villagers running from a giant white direwolf which emerged from the shadows. And that is where we left off last session. But in actual fact, we're not going to be jumping back in with the party straight away. We're going to jump over to Luther. Luther, last session, after the party had spoken with the guards and kind of figured out with the Wachter family that probably they might be involved with the, the bones being stolen and potentially might have something to do with the ring also going missing, uh, Raspip's ring going missing, you decided to take your leave and have a bit of a wander around the town at night, given that the actual agreement for the party had been to like head back to the tavern and go to bed. So you thought you'd take a little brief walk before heading back to sleep yourself, not needing as much sleep as some of the rest of the party. Your travels around town were fairly uneventful. Um, you look um, not too dissimilar from most of the people of Barovia. The white hair and red eyes kind of standing out a little bit, but with your hat on and in the dark of night, those and I always wear glasses. Traits, yeah, and the glasses too. Those physical traits don't. I'm one of those people you. that like wear glasses in nightclubs. Oh no! Okay, oh, makes oh. no sense. But um, you've still got them on. So unfortunately, as you're walking, a section of roof collapses and does kill you. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a real shame, but okay, that is um, what well, is deserved. I actually have for... um, Luther's no, no, no. brother um, ready to go. So oh, no. What is, does Luther, Luther's brother, what do, what's his name? Lavender. Um, oh. Lavender. <laughs> Lucian. Lucian. Um, so... No, obviously that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, your, your walk around town is, is fairly uneventful for the most part. Um, until, of course, you hear the cries of alarm coming from over towards the southeast of your current position. Your your walk around town, your sort of lazy meander has taken you through a couple of side streets. You've seen some houses, you've seen a few businesses. Um, you probably would have walked past, um, actually, yeah, given given your route was south from the, uh, the Blue Water Inn. In fact, your route actually takes you past a very bizarre store that probably you would never have expected to see in Barovia. Um, as you head down towards the south from the Blue Water Inn, you pass a shop painted with quite bright colours. This cramp shop, despite having a dark entrance portico with has a sign above it, the colours of the shop are painted in this very beautiful blue and green. Very clashing, but bright colours. Uh, the sign above the store is a wooden rocking horse with a large B engraved on both sides in this very beautiful flowing gold leaf script. And through the glass windows, these very large arched windows, you can see toys like set up and arranged on pedestals hanging from the ceiling and all of them bearing these placards, bearing the sign, is no fun, is no Blinsky. 
uh, probably that store would stand out quite a bit to you. Because <laughs> I imagine that the Velaki has a lot of... Well, everyone here is obviously trying to be happy, but there's probably a lot of doom and gloom still. So for this thing to be standing out like, like it does, it's... Is it... Because you said it's an evening, so is the store open? Uh, as you have a look inside, there is still a light inside the store. And as you reach forward to test the door handle the door does indeed swing open a little bell above the uh, the door eve ringing very gently with this very bright um tinkling sound and from inside you hear a voice call out uh, two minutes two minutes i will be there briefly two minutes calling from from somewhere inside the store as you step inside luther the store is packed with toys shelves leaning at quite dangerous angles, forming almost like a guard of honour as you enter in, packed with all various manner of toys. You can see dolls, toy soldiers, you can see these mechanical, um, like, wooden puppet-like toys. Like, this entire place is packed with hundreds and hundreds of toys. Some of them look to be very newly made, newly painted. Others, you can see a patina of dust covering the surface. Um, do you want to make me a perception or investigation check as you step inside the store? Man, thank God I don't have, like, a floor for, like, being scared of dolls. You're very yeah, defensive about that. Do you actually have that as a floor? I was actually thinking of doing that, but I didn't. <laughs> 16 for your perception. As you look around, at first the toys seem pretty commonplace to you. And then as you pay a bit more attention, kind of looking around, you start to realize there's a bit of a theme with these toys. For example, one of the dolls is headless, but you can see next to it is a little bag with lots of different attachable heads so that you can switch the head on your lovely doll. Another one shows a miniature gallows complete with a trapdoor and a weighted hanged man that you can pull the lever on and let the, the little man hang down on his rope. Um, Fuck, this is so morbid. You can see uh, a number of other very, like, quite creepy things. Maybe, yeah, like a a merry-go-round. But instead of children on horses, it's children fleeing from ravenous wolves. Did you say that this is, like, really brightly coloured on the outside? Yeah, really brightly coloured. And the inside is too. A lot of the the dolls are also, like, wearing very brightly coloured clothing. I mean, as you look... Uh, to your left at this very large shelf with toy soldiers you can see a number of the toy soldiers are missing limbs and using their guns to like uh, as like a crutch as they like are missing like a leg or an arm (laughs) it's really quite morbid and the more you look the more you see um instead of this like diorama of butterflies it's a diorama of bats some of them with blood painted on their very tiny fangs like this is this is, this is like bi- the worst builder bear that you can imagine. Right? There is actually no, there is a builder bear, and you can see that like as you open it up, you can actually place these like organs that have been stitched from wool, like intestines of this long rolls of so, tangled wool. Um, I know the and guy said a, to wait two minutes. Yeah, yeah, but Luther's like I've had the curiosity to look inside, but I will start backing up towards the door. <laughs> um, as you as you turn to go, Luther creep. You bump without him noticing. Do you want to make me a stealth check? But as as you're creeping back, you actually bump into something on the back of the door. And as you turn around, 
you can see what looks like a mummified corpse, arms outstretched, and someone has drawn a really rough, smiley face, the two eyes and this, like, jagged grin on the mummified corpse. As you bump into it... This is no bueno. As you, as you pump into it for a moment, you think it's a real corpse. And then, like, you take a second, your eyes sort of looking at it, and you realize that there's straw poking out. Like, someone has assembled this, and it's meant to look like a mummy reaching out with arms outstretched. Um, with your stealth of 23, you resist the urge to cry out in alarm. And instead of stumbling back and crashing into the shelves, you sort of, like, quickly move backwards, holding your hands up, ready to, like, strike. Realize this isn't real. And then lower your hands very carefully. Have a bit of a look around and then go to open the door again. Um, just as you're about to open the door, you hear the sound of footsteps from behind you and a rather portly man with a big smile on his face, bright blue eyes full of what could only be described as joy, bustles into the room wearing a jester's outfit, half blue, half green. And as he sees you, this big beaming smile, he goes, welcome to Blinsky's. Is no fun, is no Blinsky. You here for toys? You have you, you have money for toys for children? <clears throat> or for adults, I know judge, collector's items, people like all sorts of things. Somehow um, it's more sinister. Is it? Yeah, no, this is, oh, that's <laughs> this a shame. Is, I don't like this. <laughs> um, I feel like I can't win here. <laughs> hi, hi there, um, lovely to meet you, are you the, is, are you the, the namesake? What the namesake? The well, I, I, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean namesake? I mean, is this is this shop name after you? Oh, yes. I am Blinsky. Gladov ah. Blinsky. Well, lovely to meet you. Um, you've got some, dare I say, interesting uh, merchandise. <gasps> yes. Their partner. Welcome, friends, to the House of Blinsky, where happiness and smiles can be bought at bargain prices. Perhaps you know a child in need of a toy? Um, I'll be honest, I, I'm just browsing. Oh, that is fine. There are many it's good items sweaty. on display, and we take requests. Anything you need carved from wood, only three silver pieces. Is no fun. Is no Blinsky. Um, that's, that's, that's great, um... What's with the um, What's with the theme going through this? Uh, it was so colorful on the, on the outside, but when, when I come in, um, <clears throat> well, I'll be honest, like it's it's quite morbid in here. Huh? Morbid? What do you mean? This place is full of joy. Look around, you see all sorts I of mean, fun like... things. Look at this one. I work on this one for many nights. Here, let me show you. It's a functioning guillotine, and he pulls out a very tiny guillotine um, <laughs> made of wood with like a razor blade across the center. You can cut all sorts of things. Careful of fingers, though. Well, all circumcise a two thousand. Jesus. Wait a so you um, <laughs> so you sell that to, so you sell that to kids with the razor blade included. Oh, sometimes I talk to parents. Need to be child over the age of six for this one. Well, that's um okay. That's great. Um, well, look. Um, yeah. No, this is. Uh, I'm really uh loving what's in here. I will definitely come back. How about that? I, I, I um, yeah. I'll go get my money from my abode, and I'll be right back. Oh, you you cannot you cannot come back now. I'm closing up the shop. I thought I had already locked the door, but you snuck in anyway. No, no, you'll no, have to come fine. back tomorrow. I'll, yeah, by all means, I'll be um, right back here tomorrow. Did you say that uh, that guillotine could chop off Wait, fingers? Unfortunately, that? Raspip, you are not there. You are in the stockyard, about to be attacked by the oh. white wolf. But um, oh, that nice that wolf was really scary, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Did um, one of your toys just talk or something like that? Is that what? Oh, it is a wind-up doll. I made it of some creepy-looking gnome that I saw walking around town the other day. Here, look. <laughs> and he holds up a doll that really quite like accurately resembles Raspip. Um, it's got like this little hat on. The colors aren't quite right. Instead of the red cap that Raspit wears, this sort of burgundy wine red cap, um, he's painted it very bright orange, and all the clothing is taken on this very colorful hue as well. I'm going uh, to he, um, lean look, in. Look, you can, he can create fire. And then he lights a little match and quickly like holds it over Raspit's hand, and he watches the fire begin spreading slightly up the arm of the doll. Um, Raspit. Uh, could you make me a constitution? Oh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I was going to intimidate. A couple of pins in my chest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, you watch as, as the fire begins spreading. He goes, oh, maybe I added a bit too much oil. And he starts like patting out the doll. He, I saw him cast some sort of fire thing. And I thought, wow, that's cool. Children will love it. But I haven't quite I got the recipe forward. right. I'll lean forward and I'll just put down my glasses a little bit so you can see my eyes. Um, and then I'll sort of say to him, um, <clears throat> Now, um, well, you've, you've seen me now, so please do not do what you've just done to me. I don't want to be turned into a toy. My visage. So let's but just you, keep but, that between us. But you, you would scare children. Why would I use you as a, as a model for a doll? Not like perfect. that adorable little gnome. That's perfect, then. I, I, I appreciate that. It's like a heartwarming well, guillotine. Now that I like... think about it, we have a line for lots of, like... Uh, older children like the teenagers maybe some sort of like uh maybe they could like change your clothing <laughs> no <clears throat> i don't i don't think you're uh, really grasping what i'm trying to maybe change your limbs you could give you like fish legs i, I put my hand on his like shoulder and please just refrain from using my visage could you make me a persuasion check please luther or intimidation yeah, your I'm choice not charismatic your choice is but it's both the neg one that's a problem it's <laughs> an eight. eight um as Not he looks at you he looks at you in the eyes oh okay i can avoid using you as model for dolls okay perfect i'm glad that we came to an accord was there anything you were interested in you said you were browsing and you might get your friends to come back with money yeah, tomorrow, um, by, by all means, we'll come in, I promise. Is there, is there anything you're looking for in particular? I have some things out the back. I look at him a bit concerned, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I don't really want to ask this question, but I feel like I have to. <laughs> what um, <clears throat> What is out the back? He, he chat have asked, did he offer to turn Luther into the Little Mermaid? Yes, he did. Um, Oh, out the back? All sorts of good things. All the things that I'm currently working on. Experiments in fun and joy. That is not specific at all. They don't call me Gladov Blinsky for nothing. <laughs> How about, um... Well, See, the name is Gladov, but I, I added L for Gladov. You get it? It's very funny. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. Maybe I can bring my friends here tomorrow. We can have a look at the back. Just Your what, friends. What is out the back, though? At the back? Oh, lots of other toys. I have uh, rocking uh, werepires. I have uh, rocking wolves. Sorry, he always said rocking wolves. Uh, I have rocking wolves. Uh, I have uh, all sorts of fun things that I've been working on. There is uh, a larger version of the gallows that you can hang from a tree, and you can uh, hang up things and hit them like a piñata and have lots of goodies fall out. Uh, I modeled one of them on the village burgomaster. 
Do you think he'd like that? Do you think he would enjoy that? Well, he says that we have to have lots of fun. Smiles go for miles, after all. Are you I sure that like the person who runs this whole town want to be literally beaten as a doll by all this, as, the, 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 the village? As you say that, you see the smile sort of fall from his face, a bit of a shocked expression come on. You think you think he might seem like we are trying to beat our village burgomaster to death, like through the the representation of this uh, this 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 idol? You know what? I don't think so. I think you're in the. I think you're in no, the clear. I think, I think you might I think you might be right, friend. Maybe this was tasteless. Oh. No, I think you're right. I think keep it up. They give him no, like no. a pat on the shoulder. No, oh, I'm very concerned no, now. He he puts people in prison for this. I need to come up with a better idea. Who could I put as the as the, the piñata. Oh, hmm. I have to find someone who deserves to be beaten to death with stick. Well, did you see any of the companions that was rolling with that uh, gnome of yours? No, he came here by himself as far as I could see. Oh, well, um, keep your eye out for any of the uh, weird ones around. There's a few folk from abroad. Um, so by all means, any of those four would be more than perfect for uh, the, the thing that you're thinking of. <gasps> you know namely uh one is a human that gets really drunk the other one is like sort of like a wizardy sort of dude there's a goblin and a weird goat man they, they would be perfect for this a goat a goat man those four specific goat man the, the goat oh, man would be good he loves the children could love that stuff, so oh, would, a goat man it. it'd be perfect half man half goat pinata half goat half man, man pinata man Ah, uh, yes, I can do some things with this. Ah, oh, I can have some fun. I will make half goat, half men, and we will we will beat it with stick and have candy come out. Perfect. You know what could come out? Little little goblin figurines, because that's one of our other people that run around. Ooh, little I, goblin lollies. I could, I could carve little goblins and paint them with lots of green paint. I have, I have lots of green paint. It's one of my favorite colors. Green and blue, you see? And he gestures to his jester outfit. Um... Which again perfect. is this, this patched is, this green is, and blue. I love this. I love this. This is perfect. What? The goblin? How scary does does this goblin look? Um to be honest. <laughs> or crispy. Very scary, of course. <laughs> oh, well done. Very scary. Okay. <gasps> maybe maybe I will make a bit more cute for the children to enjoy, huh? <laughs> no, perfect. This sounds great. Um I'll bring them all along tomorrow and you can get a better look at them. Okay. <gasps> sounds like a plan. Oh, you're, st- you're staying in Valaki for a little bit, stranger? Um, yes. Yeah, just for a bit. You'll be, you be attending the festival of the Blazing Sun, no? Uh, I suppose we will. <gasps> very exciting. <gasps> we we have we had the Wolfshead Jamboree only a few days ago. It was a very good festival. Ah, so much fun. Well, by all means, I should let you go. Um, you've got um, some work to do, I, I guess. Got to get this... Is these toys ready for a... Uh, yes, I was person. going to go home and eat and sleep, but I guess now I will work instead. Ah, oh, so much Perfect. fun. Uh, you just eat at the job, you'll be fine. Ah, uh, true. Here too. Why not? I'm sure you have before. Oh, no, I do. I sleep upstairs. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Look at that. Well, by the um, it was lovely to me. I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. I'm going to I'm gonna take off and leave you to your, to your, to your work. Oh, good night, stranger. I will lock the door behind you so no more rapscallions can wander on it, eh? That sounds perfect. Um, yeah, by all means. And remember, he's no fun. He's no Blinsky. Uh, as he opens the door for you and gestures you out, pushing the um, 
figurine of the mummy that covers the back half of the door aside to like unhook it properly and allow you to leave. Perfect. As you step out into the street and hear the door lock behind you and see the lanterns begin dimming inside, the figurines in the window take on a bit of a scary hue. The shadows I don't know. I don't know casting a darkness back. across their faces. Are there children I know I said in the I'll toys come back. as well? Are they what, sorry? Are there children in the toys as well? Are there children in the toys as well? You put them in the pies. <laughs> Did you, I didn't put them in the pie. I've got nothing to do with this. No, there's something definitely going on with this dude. What are you talking about? Himself. I didn't like him. What do you mean? He's <laughs> I lovely. I do like him that there could be a Theodore like Tithler toy. <laughs> yeah, I'll be buying that. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like the description of... I saw well, you. The, the you disembodied look... voice of Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who said that. Probably the first person to laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's normally a giveaway. This person does like to laugh at their own jokes, I've noticed. <laughs> well, they're very Classic. funny, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um, alrighty, brilliant. Luther, as you begin heading down further south along the road that you were currently, uh, that you were previously traveling along, you hear these cries of alarm coming from an open area, not too far away from where you are. And as you begin moving along the street, you come into a large open section of shops surrounding almost like a, a circular caravan stop where carts can be loaded and unloaded. There's large numbers of boxes and crates lined up against a warehouse. Um, and it's quite close to the southeastern gate. You get the sense that this is probably where deliveries for the town come in and are, and are um, taken off. You can see that there's a large sign at the front that says Arasek Stockyard. And as you step up from around the other side of this sign coming from that southeastern uh, main road, you can see your party, the rest of your group standing there looking on in horror as a large crate is knocked down and split open and emerging from behind it is a massive white wolf. You can right. see that this thing is easily four meters tall uh, from foot to shoulder. It is Damn. huge. Yes. Right. White coat glowing softly in the dark light, the moonlight illuminating it. And what looks to be steam or condensation coalescing around its mouth as it breathes heavily. The evening's not that cold, yet you can see its breath puffing into mist in front of its maw. Uh, and you can see the rest of your group there. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, I'm going to stealth. Imagine there's not too many people around me. So I'm going to stealth. Yep. 13's not just crash hot. But, <laughs> um, 23 would have been better. But um, I'm going to go back out of view quickly because from where I came from. And I'm going to quickly look around, make sure there's no one around. And I'm going to do my vampire walk up the um up the wall onto the roof like on top of the rooftop yeah i'd say you'd have time for that perfect yep absolutely and um so and then i'll get into position on one of the rooftops um well out of sight and and sort of hopefully uh range of the of the wolf and pull out my pistol ready to sort of let off a shot to support my party perfect we jump back with the rest of the party as you hear the sound of splintering wood and these cries of alarm, you watch as a couple of figures, half shrouded in darkness, but looking to be human. Um, two of them look to be maybe like young males or, or, or males sort of in their maybe 15 to 30 in that, in that age range in the darkness, judging by the speed at which they suddenly begin sprinting away from the, uh, the warehouse. Um, you can also see a woman rush into the store that you just left calling out Gunther's name. Um, 
as this enormous white wolf pads around the side of the crate that it just knocked over, breath coalescing in front of it as it lets out this as it pushes through, looking around, these bright blue eyes scanning across the lumber yard. And then as it turns and sees the four of you gathered around, it lets out this very odd braying bark, this quite high-pitched for its size, almost like a, um, yeah, like a braying bark. And then it lowers its front paws down a little bit, its head dropping as the hackles on its throat and back of the neck begin to rise slightly and you hear this low growl begin to echo across the trading yard what would you guys like to do what the fuck is that how far away at this point it's probably about 50 feet away it's just a wee doggy wee doggy it looks like it's a dog well only because it's super close it's all perspective if it goes further away, it gets smaller. This is a valid point. Sweet. So you guys are talking. So I'm going to throw you all into initiative as you spend your your, your time to do a reaction. Uh, you spend it by discussing perspective. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah, that um, checks out. I'll definitely, definitely get you to click on your tokens and then uh, click on... Uh, on your initiative. I chose not to click on my token. Oh, it's definitely attacking <laughs> you first. See my token. Uh, Are you that. behind? I can see your token. Do you want me to, I am you know, so rude here. Give me a second. I'm reloading. Reloading? I accidentally rolled it twice. Take, Please take the first one. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Is it higher? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. Uh, I, I, I accidentally rolled. Can you take the uh, second one, please? Uh, what I can do is. Uh, oh no! Look, we always would take the first one anyway, so that doesn't that yeah. doesn't change anything, Theodore. Oh, um, I regret that one. Did you oh, no, not click on your token, Theodore? I did. It just put me as seven instead of the twelve. That's okay. I'll just bring you back. That's fine. Seven will do. And I, no, I'm gonna need this. I have no wild shapes and one first level spell left, and that's it. <laughs> Shit. That's, that's good. Probably, be fair, though. We're not going to talk about its height. We're that's, good. Uh, 13 AC and. Oh, there's two Theodores, by the way. On the yeah, table. yeah, I can see. There's a Theodore with seven. There's two Tifflers <laughs> as well. I really Why are there so many Tifflers? There's, there's only one. I can see two. Because uh, they've rolled it twice. They clicked it twice. Yep, that's okay. Raspit Tiffle nine? Hasn't. Yep. yep no, that's all correct. Tiffler actually rolled, only rolled once. I've still got two Grinners. Yeah, Grinner, what was yours? He really screwed up. There you go. Um, there we go. Everyone's correct now. There we go. Um, Owen, better quickly. Hello. Real quick. Hello. I um I just want to apologise for them. It, you gave very clear, very simple <laughs> instructions. It was concise. It was hey, just click on your token, then go Look. over, hit the initiative button. Very clear. Uh, you know what? Do you know what? Apologize. No one likes Literally a brown nose. Um, I'm going to put you back. Uh, I think two <laughs> levels for that. I reckon is for two levels. Great. Well, I just want to jump um... on board the fuck Owen as a DM track. <laughs> <laughs> That's, fair. That's fair. All aboard. <laughs> All aboard. <laughs> uh, let me add the winter wolf to the initiative order as well. Uh, the um, the what now? The winter wolf. Is he there? Or is he over? Ooh, he's, he's down there. I just want to check it. Out. I was going to say, has he cut off our only means of escape already? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if if uh, if you are joining on the uh, what was the the phrase that um, 
that Jacob used, the uh, fuck Owen is a DM brigade. Um, <laughs> yeah, the train, all aboard. Yeah, that's it. Then Good yes, day. he has blocked off your one escape. Um, sorry about that. That's a shame. I would like to say I am definitely not on board with that. You can let me get out of this and keep oh, it totally fine and we'll make it work. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? This time the brown nosing works. Uh, what we'll do? Because uh, <laughs> he's a guest. I don't want to kill Raspip now. What, what do I even try? <laughs> so, in initiative order: Luther twenty-four, Grinner sixteen, Titler fourteen, Theodore twelve, Raspip nine, Jonor five, the Winter Wolf four. All right, Ooh, Luther. Doesn't go last in a five. Last, okay. Jonor. You're not last. Get excited, uh, Luther. You're up first. Twenty-four. Okay, so, so yeah, just to um, recap, so you said that the Winter Wolf, there was a couple like y- younger men near it? You can see running away down the main road, disappearing rapidly uh, towards the north. Uh, yeah, in, in the darkness, it's hard to make out too many details. Do you want to make me a perception or investigation check, Luthor, to see if you can see any more detail? All right, let's do a quick perception. 21. 21. Yeah, you can see that these are clearly two young men um they look to be uh roughly maybe one of them looks to be about 21 the other one maybe about 24 um long dark uh hair pulled back into a ponytail for one with the sides of his head shaved um the other one has what can only be described as a filthy mullet um curly dark (laughs) dark brown hair Uh, it's it's disgusting um and you can see that they're dressed in quite fine clothing looks to be quite quite rich clothing um but you can also see uh that as they're as they're running away um they're sort of pushing on each other and one of them is actually holding a crowbar so okay yeah so they'll they'll maybe in in this area looking for something then by the sounds of it and then this winter wolves come in and sort of fucked up their day or it's let, been let out. Yeah, or they yeah, it. One of which contained winter wolf. I guess then the answer is, do you know who let the hounds out? Or hound out? Who, 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 who? No, no, that wasn't the question, Owen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. so where are they anyway in relation to where we are on the map? To the they're north. Like they're sprinting away rapidly right, to the north. So nothing um, I can do about it, but at least I can get down. Can you I'd probably say, Luther, with a 21, you can actually see them turning towards the west and heading northwest of this position. Um, That's fine. Back I'll up just down the main road. Think about that for later on anyway. So, yeah, I'll put that in the notes soon. Um, so how far away is the Winter Wolf? What's it What's it doing? What's, is it uh, looking at the party aggressively? At the moment, it looks like it is looking at the party. It has lowered its front down a little bit, like crouched a little bit over its front legs. <laughs> Bearing its teeth ever so slightly, the lip is just curling ever so slightly over the canine teeth as it lets out this low, menacing growl, the fur on the back of its neck rising slightly. And as it lets out this very long, low growl, you can see, again, that that steam and mist coalescing around its maw. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so I've, where I've come from, I'm on top of a roof. Is there any other... Um, sort of buildings closer to this area with a 21 you can see there's a couple of warehouses and um covered excuse me um warehouses and covered almost the best way to describe these is like covered market stalls that are permanent coverings so um imagine almost like a patio roof essentially with a, a section underneath that has been laid down with stones with what look to be 
um, sections for market stalls to be set up. You get the sense that this is probably, this stockyard is also used as a place for markets on days where the shopkeepers will come and set up stalls. Yeah. Probably looking at it, you can see a couple of covered and coloured caravans set up along the south, uh, the south uh, western portion of the stockyard that look to be probably Vistani to your eyes. Um, otherwise, there's a well over towards the side. Shut up, Raph. <laughs> um, otherwise, there's a well over towards... We know you hate the Vistani. Um, I actually, as, as an aside, there's a character in this module I've had to very slightly rewrite because of his outrageous amount of racism towards the Vistani. Um <laughs> But, is uh, that Grinner? No. Because you're already getting enough nope, Grinner. <laughs> no, it's not Grinner. No, I no, even before that I decided to because I went, this is inappropriate and like this is like some of the stuff he says and does in the module is essentially hate crimes. Um <laughs> But uh Grinner seems to be really just like going for gold it, let's on that bring one. Bring it back. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, um for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction, it would seem. Alright, so within within uh my movement 35 feet can i get to any of the warehouses and get on top of them like on the so and, and the map is representative so you you guys are not life-size with the map i'm using now. it's just a map of the town oh um, thank fuck yeah. that would have been terrifying yeah no, no it's not it's not it's just it's just um to give you guys a sense of the town and where you guys are and, and i'm using the tokens to kind of like position where you are so don't take this as a battle map because it's not to run and jump between these buildings luther a number of them are like 15 20 feet apart it's going to be a bit of an ask to run and jump across uh, if you would just run down the side and run up the side of another building yeah no problem i'll do that. just use your yeah easy peasy we so i'd say that the uh, party yeah so with your with your previous stealth and with your with your movement speed you could probably get down off the roof of your current building that you're on top of this one sort of tucked away basically next to the store um where gunther was offering the uh very very uh cheap and legitimate goods um <laughs> if you were to run down and then get up the top of the next building i'd say you could probably do that with with your full movement speed what's this building here is that a warehouse oh no sorry uh, that one on the map uh is one of the caravans that's one of the uh, the covered caravans and wagons that uh, are arranged okay. by the vistani so how far would the winter wolf be away from me at the moment from you at the moment probably about 80 feet away mm, okay I might actually come back and I might situate, I'll put myself here. I'll so as you run hide. around and duck behind one of the wagons, you can hear the sound yeah. of people inside um, cooking dinner. As they hear the cries, you can hear a voice call from inside like, what What, what was that? And I'll like sort of, pulling I'll like back actually, the you know what, then I'll pop in real quick and be like, uh, guys, just uh, keep it really nice. And yeah, as the second you like try and push in, are you just like coming in through the door? <laughs> Well, I thought it was like a, I thought it was like at a side door, like where it's a wagon. Just... So there's like one entrance, one door in, into and out of. It's a, it's a horse-drawn wagon. The horses are, are um, tied off on okay, a fence, post a little bit to the south. I don't know why I thought it was just like some like gypsy like trailer. You can't <laughs> say I mean, that. You can't say that word. And it is it is <laughs> okay, a wagon. Have, it is I'm, a horse-drawn I'm, wagon. I'm, imagine I'm a little bit of Albanian in me, so it's okay. Yeah, imagine like a tinker's <laughs> wagon from like any of the main fantasy. Uh, TV shows or movies where they've got like two horses pulling the front. It's made of wood, curved roof at the top to help like ward off storms, uh, and a single door at the back to get in. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna like walk in. Then I'm just gonna sort of probably a good like, idea. Try and like talk low, like um, guys. Um, just let you know there's a bit of a situation out here. Just stay in here and don't come out. There's a there's a big wolf that just entered. 
Who is talking? Who, who is out there creeping around our wagon at this hour of the night? Uh, calls out a voice from inside. Uh, can you make me a persuasion check, please, Luther? I am not good at charisma. <laughs> Fuck. That's 16. 16 not bad. Um, as you sort of call this out, the the figure inside, which resolve, like, resolves itself in the in the light as it pulls open one of the shutters, you can clearly see is a Vistani man dressed in a very bright, colourful clothing of the Vistani. Um, small black goatee, bright, clever green eyes. As he looks out and begins trying to look around for the source of the voice and sees the giant wolf, he pales a little bit, closes the, the shutter, and you hear the sound of a lock. That's good. And shushing coming from inside the wagon. Yeah. Stay there. I'll move like I'll move all my feet that I can, um, and then I'll get behind uh, a bit of cover and look at the wolf. So uh, probably the wagon you, is like, the cover that you're getting behind at this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have my pistol out ready to go. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so um, I'll um, hold Wait. an action, attack action. All right, Grinner. All right. So the covered little market areas that you described. Yes. You may have said, and I missed it, but what what are they covered? with is it like a canvas or is it a solid actual structure so the ones around the central portion of the stockyard are all canvas and tent coverings the outer section is all more solid roofs not all of them yeah. have full walls that the solid buildings out the back are actually mostly just roofs with maybe one back wall or a side wall but the inner sections are just tents you can actually see that most of the stalls have been packed up it, it looks like probably market day has been and gone and the next market day hasn't come around yet. Right. And these are kind of like just three-sided sort of generic Exactly. Tents. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Canvas backing um, and then open front and two sides with a tent roof that is continuous to the backing. The, the, the back wall comes up and becomes the roof. Sometimes yep. peaked, sometimes not. And the square footage of those... Each of the stalls is probably about maybe 10 feet, okay. sometimes right. a bit bigger. There's a couple that are about 15 feet. The the one uh, over towards the uh, the east where Titha is, that's probably about 15 feet, but it's not, um, they're, they're not huge. The, it's the ones on the outer section that are much, much larger. These inner ones are quite small individual tents set up, basically. So to confirm, they're not 12 feet tall that would fit a wolf in them. No, they're definitely not 12 feet tall. They would definitely not fit a wolf in them. The wolf came from around... I probably should actually move it there. Uh, it's come from around the side of a rather large warehouse that is fully enclosed. The open front of the warehouse that has what looks to be almost um, a wooden equivalent of a roller door. You can see that there are wooden slats tied to ropes that lower from the ceiling. The wolf has not only busted through those from inside the warehouse, or maybe it busted into the warehouse and has now since emerged. Um, you can see that a number of crates have been just broken open as it has pushed its way through. Um, the crates appear to be full of various goods protected by straw. Um, a crate of fruit. Uh, apples and pears spills out onto the dusty ground in front of the warehouse the straw scattered as the wind begins picking up at the loose leaves as the wolf sort of pads through the center having just shouldered this crate off as it brushed past this thing is quite strong from the looks of things it, i mean just a shrug as it brushed past was enough to send this crate tumbling to the ground and shatter open okay can i i'm assuming oh all right, what I'm looking for is a some sort of a tent pole that 
is maybe uh, five feet long, four or five feet long. Would there be something like that? Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd, there'd be tent poles. Probably, yeah. I'd say probably like as you, as you look around, um, you can see probably not even a, a, a tent pole. There's a section of like um, crate that still has some loose planks of wood that would be easily sort of like between five and 10 feet. You can just tear off one of these planks of wood and now you've got essentially a makeshift club. Yeah, beauty. Something that's, you know, looks like it's fairly solid, sturdy timber, but yeah, about that five, four or five foot long. Yeah, brilliant. As, as you tear off this section of, uh, of crate, give it a few test swishes, um, you can see that there's even like a couple of nails at the end of this board um, I love still, still in position. Beautiful. Then I'm going to run as close to the wolf as I can, and I would like to hold my action. Okay. As you rush up, so probably I'd say that ripping off the section of crate would probably count as more of a bonus action. If you want to use your action and then uh, use your action to dash and then add that to your movement speed, you could probably get within, I'd say, 20 feet, maybe 10 feet of the wolf. No, I, want, I need to keep my action. Dash. I'll run as okay. far as I can um, and keep so my 30 action. Feet then. Yeah, so you're probably yeah. still about 50 feet, 40 feet away from the wolf at this point as you as you rush on up. Are you yeah. holding the board aloft menacingly or are you keeping it down at your side? Like, how, how are you I, approaching? I am... I need to know how aggressive make, you're looking. I'm trying to make myself the main target and it's Grinner. Of course he's aggressive. Okay, but how, as in, like, how aggressive are you looking? Are you rushing at this thing yelling? Are you, like, holding your arms up to make yourself look bigger? Are you going yeah, for more of a yeah, more approach? Of the, no, much more of the look at me, I'm the target, come here, you bastard sort of thing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, as you as you rush on up, and I'd probably say as you get to that 30-foot point right as you reach the end of your movement, the growl increases in intensity, the eyes flickering, focusing on you, and it lets out this oh, braying bark and takes one foot towards you, eyeing you very carefully. Good. And I should state my held action is as soon as it tries to do any form of bite attack on me, I'm jamming this fucking plank in its mouth vertically. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Tithla. Grenat, Grenat, put your arms down. It's okay. And she's going to walk forward and try and do an animal handling check on the wolf to try and get it to calm down and say, shoo, shoo, be free. <laughs> Uh, Off you go. In my mind, I, I love this idea of going to go as he runs towards it, and Tithra being like, "No, no, shh, come on, shoot, come shoo. on." <laughs> no, just um, put your arms down. It's okay. Could you just... make me an animal handling check, please, Tithra? You are going to be making this with disadvantage on account of Grinner rushing at this thing, yelling I like a maniac. I should not have disadvantage because <laughs> I've retracted the hate DM Owen train. Um, yeah, but here's the thing. The here's the thing that has no bearing on uh, how the game works. Unfortunately, um, I'm, I I have to maintain some semblance of scientific accuracy. Uh, if Grinner has deliberately rushed up trying to draw this thing's attention, it's going to be harder for you to like get its attention back and calm it down. Seeing as Grinner has rushed in, essentially hyping this thing up. Uh, that's a seventeen. So what, your six, and a six. Your six before that isn't going to help. <laughs> the six is what we're going to take because it is with disadvantage, unfortunately. Um, Tithla, the wolf to like you don't even get the sense this wolf can see you as you step up the thirty feet behind Grinner. Its eyes haven't moved from his arms, and the hand that's holding aloft this board—that's what its vision is focused on. As its ears 
pull back and more of those very sharp jagged teeth are revealed um you, you don't get the sense the wolf has even noticed you tithler great that's even better so depending on how much of my turn you want to say that that took up i would then like to cast ensnaring strike and shoot at the wolf to try and wrap it up and restrain it so for ensnaring Ensnaring strike strike is a question is are you Mm. shooting the wolf or shooting the ground at its feet uh ensnaring strike is the next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack, so I would so have to shoot at it. At it. I'd probably argue that your attempt to animal handle could be a bonus action, so you would have your action left in that case. Yeah. Or okay. would you like to argue that, in fact, it was your action and you'd like your bonus action back? Uh, I could be persuaded. No, I was just... I just wanted to test the waters to see what I could get away with. Not both. <laughs> <being honest>. See, <laughs> no. I know, but then, you know, you never know until you ask. That's fair. Like, I, I would yeah. say it takes you in in the six seconds that you get per round it takes you a good portion of that to like go shh, shh and step up and try and like get the wolf's attention all right so what we're gonna do then is we're gonna turn back to theo and say okay. theo you know we need to help it okay you need to come up and help and tisla wants to use her action to aid Theo, if the help he's action. then trying to do some sort of animal handling check or that sort Absolutely. Of thing. I, I would say that then in that case, maybe Tithla to help. Are you kind of like giving feedback to Theo, keeping an eye out on the wolf? Maybe are you just trying to... Like... I, I think it's the Grinner, put your arms down. Yep. Calm down, everybody. Put your, We don't need to engage it. It's okay. Perfect. That help action for Theodore. Theodore, your turn next. Yeah, that oh. kind of was my plan anyway. Um... So I would like to scoot my 35 feet forward. Yep. Um, the plan be grab a, a ration, throw throw that out for the pilot. It's okay. You you do not need to be afraid. It is it is all right. We mean you no harm, doggy. And would you like and... to make me an animal handling check? I would. Yes. Tithla is giving you advantage for this. You may roll two dice That's and take the high good. value. Fuck. Nine and eleven, and you have a plus six to this. Wow. Oh, matey, that's a shame. Um, the grain ration. I spent my whole turn for you. <laughs> you failed and then tried to salvage something. Uh, don't, don't twist things. Both, both of them are better than your six. Thank you very much. That's true. Both of them are better than your six. Um, although the dice rolls, are they better though? No, I, I can't physically roll a six. <laughs> um as you yeah theodore as you reach in and chuck out a ration it's like a bit of dried fruit (laughs) as it bounces on the ground the wolf like looks over at this new movement and begins moving between the two before focusing back on grinner um you get the sense theodore it's ignoring you as a threat at this point uh yeah that's fair because i'm literally a minion at this point in my character state um I would like to cast Guidance on who's up next. Look, this Brass Pip character is a bit soft. I'm going to cast Guidance on Jonah. <laughs> What's the range on Guidance? Is you it bastard. Oh, shit, that's, that's Touch. God damn you. Touch. I was going to say, yeah. 
I wait politely to do nothing. My held item is next next one of my friends that comes past me, I'm gonna slap him with guidance. Okay. Uh Ras Pippicus Papadopoulos the third. It is your turn. Alright. Um in the event that I know that the held action is sitting there, how far am I from Theodore? Uh, you would only be, uh, oh, <laughs> I guess, like, because your oh, movement speed is a little bit shorter. Yeah, you can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, Everyone nod if you're no. okay. Yeah, yep. Yeah, sorry. Is, oh, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. is it just Andrew? Yeah. No, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. Whew. Spooks me for a second there, I buddy. Think it's just me. Okay. That's all right. Um, you're probably about Ooh, 35 sorry. feet away. You're probably about 35 feet away from, uh, And how from far Theodore. am I from the wolf? You'd be about 80 feet from the wolf. I am going to use my entire movement, which is not very far, my entire 25-foot movement. Um, I'm going to walk up towards the wolf, and then as my free action, I'm going to lay 50-foot worth of rope just on the ground, as in a line as I can. So... Not aiming towards the wolf, aiming horizontally from the wolf. Right, so making like a line of rope in front of the wolf. Yeah. Okay, easy. Uh, yep, yeah, you can absolutely do that. Cool. Anything yep. else in your cool. turn? That's it, no held actions, no anything else. Junor. All right, seeing this giant beast down the south there, um, Jonah is not going to run forwards towards it. Um, he's going to quite do the opposite. He's going to get behind, say, if there's a wagon or a tent on the sort of north end of there. He's going to hide himself inside a tent, um, probably behind other um, other teammates there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is going to um, hold an action for um, a firebolt if the werewolf takes... Um, an aggressive action towards if does does damage or yeah does damage to any teammates nice and i've just realized as well we didn't um wish you a happy birthday on stream because we didn't get to last week because we didn't have one last week but it has been tom's birthday happy birthday tom and thank you i just i just that just reminded me that we we haven't wished you happy birthday on stream so happy birthday tom cheers mate thank you we d- I did on the grounded stream, but not with you actually here. So I haven't actually like I've wished you happy birthday to your face, but not like publicly. So now the Twitter like hate oh. can stop. I have wished him happy birthday to his face on stream. <laughs> He's a can confirm has been nice work. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, so all right. <laughs> we can we can cancel all those scheduled tweets for the for the hate. <laughs> we can. We I can. was looking forward to them. I know it's a shame that we don't get to cancel me this weekend. We'll have to wait till next weekend. Um, oh, we'll find a reason. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, was there anything? Ago. Was there anything else you wanted to do, General? Um, I'm gonna have a look around for any other critters going about. Yeah, absolutely. Could you make me a perception or investigation check? Your choice. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'll do investigation. Twenty-three. Um, I can see why you chose investigation, sir. Yeah. You um, can't go with this. Yeah. As you, as you begin sort of having a bit of a peek around, you don't see any other critters. I, I mean, a couple of rats scurrying away from the side as quickly as possible, but I mean, that makes sense. It's a giant fucking wolf, isn't it? Um, but what you do see, Jonor, you can see a figure 
rushing down from the road. Like, you only catch a glimpse of this figure through the uh, gaps between the houses. But as the cries go up through the streets and you can hear people calling out, you see a figure rushing down from the north that looks a little bit familiar to you. It looks like Rictavio is rushing down towards the sound of screams as quickly as he can. You can also hear the sound of booted feet rushing from the same direction. Not far behind Rictavio are a number of the town guards armed with a very eclectic group of weapons, some spears, some pitchforks, um, some very old-looking swords, are also rushing to the same site. But you can see Rictavio is running as fast as he can down the main road, this flash of colour as you look through the gap in the houses back from the way you guys came. Okay, fair enough. Um, I uh, don't yell to our group, but to those in earshot nearby, I say, we have a bit of support coming. Sorry. We have a bit of support coming. And um, that's it. There was basically no accent change at all. Why did I even... (laughs) (laughs) It was subtle. It was subtle. It was subtle. Yeah, Um, It was was definitely there. Alrighty. Alright, yeah, that's it. I'll leave it there. The Winter Wolf. Looking between Jonor, Luther... Not Luther, sorry, can't see Luther. Uh, Jonor, Grinner, Tithler, uh, and Raspip. The wolf sort of like moves between its head, sort of coming back to Grinner more often than the others. And then as it sort of perks its head and listens, you can hear, see its ears suddenly flick forwards as it catches some sort of sound. And then it pulls back, looking towards Grinner, and begins pacing slowly around towards the right, moving back around the side and... Uh, Actually, probably, probably have to go to the, the south, actually, as it paces down towards the left, um, unintentionally taking it probably closer to you, Luthor. Um, you don't get the sense it knows where you are, but it does seem to be pacing towards you as it pads along the side of the open area, the, the open road area devoted for markets and closer to more of the permanent structures, always keeping its head fixed on the lot of you, its eyes moving between all of you, but again, mostly flicking towards Grinner. Um, it uses its full turn, to pad all the way around and as it gets closer to the Vistani caravan it pauses sniffs the air and then pads a little bit further away giving it a bit of a berth and it does that for its full turn um alrighty we jump back to the top of the initiative round Luther you are up first the wolf's movements have now taken it to within 15 feet of you again you don't get the sense it's seen you but you get the sense maybe it might have smelled you or heard you or the right. people inside the caravan. You're not 100% sure, but it does seem to that have given sense. the caravan a bit of a burst. I didn't, have, I didn't roll very well in stealth, so even with its passive, it probably could pick it up. Um, okay. But your your position, you don't. it can't see you from your position. Like, you are around the side of no. the caravan. It hasn't gone around far enough to have seen you yet, so you don't think it's seen you. So I imagine that, like, I was sort of doing, like, the whole hiding around a corner. Like, I'm just keeping an eye on everything that's happened. Yeah. Oh, actually, there's one more thing I should add for Jonor's turn. With an investigation of 23, Jonor, you would definitely see this. Um, Everywhere the wolf steps, a little patch of frost is left behind. And you can see that around its muzzle, that coalescing of steam is actually crystallizing into ice around its muzzle as it breathes out this tiny, 
tiny ice crystals forming from its very breath as it breathes out. You get the sense that this creature is exuding cold around it. Uh, that's something yeah. you would have seen. Sorry, didn't mean to say that before. Uh, Luther. Okay, so, because, yeah, I imagine I would have been peeping around from the corner of a wall sort of thing, yeah. um, looking at how everything's played out. So it actually hasn't really done anything too aggressive. Um, like, otherwise, it would have, you know, attacked us. So it's padded away, obviously, like, like sort of running away from us all this. Uh, and judging by its movements, where is it looking it's going to go now? It's hard to say. I mean, originally it was moving towards the north as if to go down the main road, but you guys were all kind of standing in its way. Yep, yep, so yep. now instead it looks like it's padding around to the side. It's hard to say exactly where it's going to go, but, I mean, its original trajectory would have taken it towards the northwest from where you guys are. Okay. I'm going to pop out of my position and sort of give it like a click-click, like sort of like, you know how you sort of like when you try and sort of gain the attention of like a an animal or something, but not, I don't want to be like alarming or like aggressive. Make, what, what, my rations, make the noise, make the noise. What noise is this? Like a, hey, hey, like sort of, I don't know. Like, yeah, thank you. Um, but my rations, I thought I you're going like to do like a here pussy. No, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I can't fail with my rations because I don't, I only have exclusively like meat and blood-orientated. Let me, let me, just quickly correct you there you can still fail your roll which means you just drop it at your feet or you throw it down a well or you like throw it backwards is there any wells around here? No. No, I said at least a well. like i know the ration you know be, the rations are probably appropriate they might like it more yeah <laughs> um i'm gonna sort of try and get into tension um so i like your attempt to me? say i can't fail dm because of this but no yeah, no i, mean, you I still can't fail of course. Yeah, FYI, you DM. I can't fail. Yeah, I can't fail this role. Um, you, I, you, I don't understand. I'm a vampire. I can't fail this. Uh, hey guys, uh, I'm too good. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm gonna transfer you twenty dollars, Owen, right now to your bank account, so I don't fail. You're right. You don't fail this. Uh, so yeah, make a roll with a triple advantage, please. Can I pay you twenty bucks so that he does fail it? Does that? Oh, that, that does cancel cool? it out. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, no, no. So uh, absolutely. Uh, Send twenty dollars to Owen right now. No, don't. Sorry, I can't hear you. It's crazy. Ah, oh, whoops. <laughs> All right. So, have I gained its attention? Uh, as you make that noise, yes. I'm gonna try you and do like a little... sort of like a, as you know, trying. like Steve Irwin, and he's like got the attention of the of the animal, and he's like trying. He does. He's like hands out. He's trying to like keep it nice and cool. And I, uh, I bring out, yep, yeah, sorry, one of my rations, and I'll attempt to sort of offer it to it with that really getting within snapping range like if possible like maybe i'll throw it like like a soft throw in front of it so then see if it sort of gravitates towards the ration yeah and you're i guess my question is you're kind of still crouched behind this caravan are you kind of staying oh, I've, crouched? Come out of, I've come out of cover yep okay cool, cool cool as you as you move out very carefully from cover making this like noise to sort of like get the the wolf's attention its head immediately snaps round and you watch no as weapons. those lips curl back have, over the teeth i don't have my weapons out I, i'm yeah trying like nice and calm it and then as you chuck the food on the ground could you make me an animal handling check please luther all right all right it's the sound the wolf makes as you hand it food no one can roll well on these animal handling checks five really checks out trying to handle the giant winter wolf i guess actually the wolf its 
teeth bared as it stares at you, occasionally like licking its uh, licking its chops, still keeping its teeth bared out. You know how wolves kind of do that um, aggressive like licking around their teeth when they're like baring them out. I don't know how many people have seen wolf wolves in real life, but this is my experience. Yeah, um, I, I know what you're talking. And about. on David Attenborough documentaries. Um, you see, I should be doing it in this voice. The winter wolf bears its fangs, an aggressive display <laughs> against one that it does not trust. Uh, as you um, chuck the food on the ground, the, the scent of the Vistani corrupting its uh, its nose and filling it with naught but hate for you and your kin. No, um, as the uh, I'm, I'm oh, it just, is Vistani racist. Nah, I'm kidding that it's I'm, I just <laughs> couldn't, resist it, couldn't resist it. Couldn't resist it. Yeah, it's the winter wolf. Oh, oh, it's the you know character. like because it's white and it's just uh, it's a bit messy. Um, <laughs> oh God, you said it. <laughs> uh, no, as the as the as you chuck the the food on the ground. The wolf doesn't even acknowledge it. It just stares at you, sort of pacing away, keeping its eyes fixed on you, growling very softly. See, the issue is, I'm gonna okay. I'll stay where I am. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just stay as calm as I can. I've thrown the thing out. I'm gonna try and to anyone that comes within the vicinity, I'll try and attempt to give them the help action if I can as a help action, depending. It wasn't a good role, so I'll, I guess we'll see what happens. And if I can give the help action, and you deem it necessary, like you deem it like it's all right to do, then I'll do it. If not, then I'll just unfortunately so have to. The help action you want to give is a, is a help action, correct? If I can, if it's within obviously context and fits. Yeah. Okay. No problem at all. Uh, but I'll say where I am. I won't move. Yeah. I'm not going to move closer though. I'll just because my understanding at the end of the day is we can't let this just roam around. Because if it gets startled and accidentally like leaps and someone and murders them, then that's probably not a good idea. I will also add that you know that the previous festival was an event known as the Wolf's Head Jamboree. Um. <laughs> I did. I did think about that. <laughs> Just something your characters would know, because uh, you've. I literally. I mean, literally, Luther heard it not like a minute ago in game time um, from Blinsky. Uh, Grinna, it's your yeah. turn next, Grinna. So I want to suss out a couple of things about old Wolfie. Yes. Um, is it... Does it look like it's trying to find a good vantage to size us up and have a go? Or does it look as though it's tracking us and keeping its eyes on us as it's trying to get away from the situation? Grinner, I'm going to need either an insight check or an animal handling check. Your choice. Human animal handling, they've gone so well for us up to this point. <laughs> yeah. Grin has also got like nuts intelligence, so Yeah, I might not do that. It's definitely not his dump stat, don't worry. <laughs> Twenty-one for insight. Grin the body language of this wolf. I mean you don't know much about wolf behaviour in particular, because you've chosen to roll an insight, not an animal handling. But I mean, if it was going for a vantage point, it had it. Like it's positioned near the warehouse. It had boxes around that it could kind of like duck behind for cover if it wanted to. Like you're a bit of a military man, so you're kind of using your military knowledge here and assessing it as if it was a foe that you've fought in the past. Maybe treating it as if it was a uh, maybe a large bear or something like that. Like th this wolf, it had an, advanta an advantageous position to attack from. It was already in that position. It caught you all by surprise. None of you knew it was coming. If it wanted to, you get the sense it could have attacked you a lot sooner, but it, it's not. If anything the way it's pacing away and keeping distance between you indicates more of a defensive plan than anything else. You get the sense this creature is is scared, 
the the hackles rising on its back the way its ears are pushed right right back that that aggressive bearing of the teeth i mean you don't really know what that means in wolf but you do get the sense this creature is scared keeping keeping distance like if it was going to attack or if it was trying to do a show of strength it would be getting right up, or, or if it was you you'd be getting right up in their face like you did running forwards making a big barking sound trying to like really scare off the the threat but this creature isn't doing that it's made one or two loud barks but the rest of it's been this soft low growl that seems to you almost more of a warning than anything else you don't get the sense from your insight check that this creature is planning to attack at all you get the sense that it's scared and defensive um not to say that if you weren't to get closer it might not snap you're not sure but you don't get the sense that it's aggressive or intending to attack i should say so next question obviously we don't know the town very well the map is very handy but above table for the most part the track thing that it's on is that like a little waterway refuse waterway sort of thing is that what I'm exactly at? right yeah yeah so the so the area that it's walking over now is uh, is a small stream uh that has actually dried up there's no water in this stream anymore maybe once upon a time it flowed with a bit more uh a bit more uh, water but at the moment it's just a dry dusty riverbed and from my general understanding of just town layouts that i've been to in the past would it be a fair assumption that there would be an easy exit through the wall where that came from or would it be no, like great you you would know that like that that easy exit is uh a, an easy entrance point for attackers so you get the sense that if the people have gone to the trouble of erecting a palisade wall there's not going to be an exit there that's easy certainly not big enough for a person to scrabble through this creature is quite a bit larger than a person you get the sense that a grate will probably be covering that or some sort of other defense uh, you've probably helped to erect defenses on fortified palisade walls before as part of your your time with mercenaries any opening that you leave that's not under watch and guard is an exploit that your enemy can use to route inside a camp and take out uh, a force much, much more easily. Probably you've broken through some of these grates before in the past. They are designed to be hard to get through, but maybe you've launched an attack on a campsite in the dark <laughs> through one of these grates in the past as well. Like you, you know that this is going to be fortified. And last main question is it appears as when when we first came here it appeared as though it was trying to get out and head east along the main road is that what it seems looks like it was heading north um you know that the so so from your understanding of the village it looks like it's come around from behind the large warehouse either into and then out of the warehouse or it's just come out of the warehouse it doesn't make any sense to you why the wolf would be in the warehouse but Judging by the entrances and exits and, and things like that, it's a possibility that it was just in there. Otherwise, if it was trying to just get out of town, the easiest way to do that would have just been to go back away from you. There, You know that there's a southeastern gate. Whether it couldn't take that route because of guards uh, or other threats that you're not aware of, you're not sure. Um, I would also add, Grinna, despite the palisade wall being quite high, nine feet with sharp points this creature's big enough that it could jump on the roof of a house and you get the sense probably leap over the wall as well if it wanted to mm -hmm. you don't get from, from its body language and from your insight check before i would say you're not getting the impression that it's trying to leave town okay 
my initial thought was, okay, drive it out. If it wants to be in town. Oh, man. I didn't really want to have to. Grin is going to run at it again. <laughs> uh, aggressively or a yes. bit more conservatively this time? No, still aggressive in order to keep it locked as much as possible on me as the main threat and obvious um, attack point. Um, trying to keep it locked in on me and stop it kind of roaming around the place. I don't really want to back it up against the Palisade wall because I want it to still have options and not just, like, <laughs> rip me in half. But um, you are going to rush it as it is currently standing between two sheds and with its back almost up against the Palisade wall. I, yeah, I'm kind of hoping that if <laughs> I rush it, it's going to flush it out and towards the trees there. Okay, cool, cool, between cool. Between the buildings. So coming from that sort of Theodore angle around that side of the Vasani um, caravan, if that makes sense. Well, let's see how that goes, shall we? Sure. Could you make me an intimidation check, please, Grinner? You betcha. Uh, you betcha. Where's that button gone? There we go. Love that for me. Eight. <laughs> Grinner, as you begin running around, you like part trip over the well. You lose your board for a few seconds. You pick it up the wrong way round. You sort of stab your palm with your nail a little bit. Not enough to hurt and draw blood, but enough for you to be like, oh, as you twist the board around and begin sort of rushing at it. Your cry going from, ah, 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 as you trip, <laughs> and then begin trying to get back into position. Um, You get up to the behind the Vistani carts, uh, and run out of puff. And at that point, you're like, <gasps> having just screamed for 12 seconds plus continuously up to the first point and then to the second point going, ah, as you just sprint. Um, as you get to this point and start like going, <sighs> taking a moment to catch your breath, you hear from inside, shh, 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 I can hear them outside, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> from inside the Vistani wagon. Um, you don't know if the wolf has seen or heard you. You get the sense it probably heard you, but it seems to have its attention focused on Luther at this point. Okay. Does that take up all my stuff, or do I have anything left? Uh, I'd say you've probably got a bonus action, because uh, you would have had to have used your dash to get there. So you've still got a bonus action if you'd like it. Um, I'll probably, probably taking that moment to, like, look over the wolf, judge its behavior, and ask those questions. Probably, like, Grinner pausing and going through those things in his mind probably actually would be the bonus action as well, I'd say, given that... Yeah, the, cool. yeah okay, probably... Probably would be that. Uh, Tithlar. I thought that was. Sorry about that. Um, what is this beer I'm drinking tonight? It's the good stuff, obviously. It is good stuff. It's a Dutch coit with honey and vanilla. That sounds peculiar. By New England Brewing. It was actually really nice. How many percents is it? Oh, it's 6.8%. Okay, that explains a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, my head feels heavy. <laughs> I thought about that sentence for a second and went, hmm, does it now, Owen? <laughs> this didn't happen when I was drinking pails with Tom and Haz and Raph on Saturday. I want to put that on the on the table. I did not have a heavy head that day. <laughs> wow, mad invite. Gosh. Yep. You were invited, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry I live on the other side of the yeah. country. My apologies. Well, I mean, fucking, that sounds like a your problem, not a Tom or I problem. Fucking yeah, deal right. with Fair it. play, fair play. Tithla what are you doing, would Tithla? like to see if she can work out how far away these townspeople are. Just having a quick listen. Do we have... A pretty label. 
It's really pretty. It's far um, away. Oh, they're somewhere, Tithler. I don't know. Fucking look. Why don't you look for them? Uh, no, so as you, as you have a bit of a look, Tithler, you can see the townsfolk are um, gone at this point. Uh, you can yeah, sorry, see the ones looking... that were running up. Sorry, the guards and oh, Ricardo. the guards who were running closer. Um, they actually haven't moved any closer just yet because they haven't had their turn on the initiative at this point. But at this, at, from from where you are, as you have a bit of a look with Jonor kind of like pointing back, going, "Uh, guys, I think we have some." Was it what, your uh, American accent, aren't you, Jonor? Yeah. Hey guys, I think we have some backup coming down the road. Uh, as you look back, Tithley, you can see the torches coming down the road as well. Um, from your vantage point, get sort of glancing through the windows and through the um, the gaps between the buildings. They're probably um, probably about 18 seconds away. So three, right. three turns or so. Tithla is going to say, uh, Grinner, Theo, Luther, um, you, uh, and uh, yeah, Jonah, you too. Um, Was you Raspip? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Okay, cool. Just checking. Yeah, like, I didn't for the have dungeon master name written know. on my cheat sheet that's sticky noted above the screen so that no one can see that I don't remember everyone's names and that I have to have it written down. Why are you oh, talking as Tithler? Why are you talking as Tithler? This is a Jacob responsibility. Okay, I'm just no, saying. No, this is a Jacob responsibility. Why are you still talking as Tithler? <laughs> okay. I need you all. Raspip, this is very important. Please hey. get the wolf out. I'll distract the people. Grinner, I know you want to. Theo, you know it's the right thing to do. I'll distract <laughs> you know them. I'll keep them to. away. Get the wolf out from where? Out, from the town. So we're in a town at the moment. There's a fence. I'm not going to lie. This, this is not a plan. This is... No, the plan is... Okay, so sorry. Um, I'll, 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 I'll go back a step and elaborate. There seems to be, Grinner seems to have some idea of let's be able to get this wolf out there and leave the town. Leave and be free and safe forever. If we do it's that, then... ice-breathing wolf. It seems like it could breathe the town down. It, it could huff and puff. Oh my gosh. It, look at it. You're a, you've been in the wild as long, longer than I have. You know that it's just scared. You know it doesn't want to hurt us. I'm going to go stop them. I would like it if you would please try and get the wolf out of the town to safety. But that you'll do what you do. And this is gonna turn around and try and try and go back and head back towards the townspeople, use uh Thaumaturgy to make her voice three times Ooh. as booming and shouting. Yes, yes, yes. Stop! <laughs> Don't come any closer. The white safe the what? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're okay here. No need to come no, no. any closer. What was the word you said before? Safe. Oh, we're safe is what he said. We're safe. Because it sounded like he went to say there's a white wolf and then realised that was a bad idea and bailed out halfway through the word white. So he went, there's a white safe is what it sounded yeah, yeah, like sorry, to me. that's what it was. It was, there's okay. a wolf, but no, we don't want to say wolf. We're trying to say safe. Okay, cool. I'll take that on, on board. Uh, could you make me a persuasion check, please, Tithler? Um, using Thaumaturgy, I'm going to give you a, a slightly easier DC to succeed this. Thank you. As your uh, voice booms out magically across the I town. Can I do animal handling instead? No, because you're not handling animals. You're calling <laughs> down animals. a street what to people. What if I just see them as animals? Like it's a perception thing. Um, here's, like what's gonna happen. here's what's going to happen. Um, I'm All going right, to take it. away <laughs> your DC bonus, uh, <laughs> which I was very generous in giving one. you anyway. 
Um, I don't think it worked very well. It was Is that a zero? How have you got a zero? <laughs> <laughs> that one minus one. Okay. Um, I've only no seen a zero once behind. before. I think we had a zero on the Tyranny of Dragons one time, like early on at like level three. I think we had a zero. Um, I'm trying to remember oh, what God. it was for. It, was, it wasn't anything important. Not like this. Uh, <laughs> as you call out, Tithla. Do you know what I love the idea of? What are the other effects you can do with Thaumaturgy? So you can make your voice boom. You can also like close shutters. You can make like yeah, a harmless, like a peal of thunder. Change your eyes. Yeah. Okay. So Tithla, you think stuff as well. Yeah, Tithla, you think you're making your voice boom, but instead all you've done is you make your eyes glow blue, and so you're just like calling out in your normal voice. No one hears you. They're like a hundred feet plus up the road as you just go. Ah, you've got to stop, guys. There's a wire. We're safe. Uh, no one hears you, and so no one seems to react to your effect. And as you like turn around to see the others, a window slams shut behind you, and you sort of like jump a little bit as the other half of the thaumaturgy goes off. You but haven't. I, I think Tithla's assuming that they just haven't responded. Like it takes time for sound to travel; it's still getting to them. That's why they haven't responded yet. Um, I mean, that's what Tithla can think subconsciously, of course, no, 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 that's absolutely, what yeah. Thinks. Yeah, because uh, this is the first time you've tried to use Thaumaturgy, I think. Mm, mm -hmm. So it makes sense that you haven't quite got this spell working for you just yeah, yet. Yeah, so <laughs> The spell just, you just fuck it up. Like, you, you don't know how to make your voice boom. You think you've got it. And as you, like, activate the spell, instead it's one of the other effects. And so, like, nothing, there's no reaction as far as you can tell. Uh, wow, I a zero. That is brutal. eyes, you said they went blue, but I think that's right. But I think they went blue out of empathy for the wolf. For the okay. ice wolf. Yeah, perfect. Uh, I'll, I'll pretend that that was my plan all along and it wasn't just the yeah. first colour that popped into my mind um, because but there's a wreath of blue paper on the bookshelf behind you, Jacob, that I can see when I look at your face. Yeah, just there. Yeah, where you that, yeah that, is, that is paper, right? Like it's a like your Dulux. Not Dulux. Yeah, no, it it's a, a reflex. CND. Reflex, thank you. Reflex. Yeah. yeah. It's also called a ream of paper. A ream, not yeah, a... Yeah, it's the packet that you get. Oh, that's such a shame. I think his microphone's malfunctioning. Uh, we'll have to just move on. Uh, so next up in the initiative... <laughs> I, I muted him. I'm sorry you don't like props and faction being correct. <laughs> I feel bad now. Uh, anything else on your turn, Tithla, after your no, zero? No, committed. She had that big interaction with the others, oh, trying man. to have that rousing speech, and then the thaumaturgy, to, and she's just waiting for them to stop having yeah. heard her. Uh, we pass over to Theodore. Harrison. All right, and um, just to confirm, we, we haven't had a short rest since we got to this town. You've had a short rest since you came to the town. You haven't had a yeah. long rest, though. Yeah, you've, had, you've all had a short rest since you got to the town. Oh, good. It's just a long rest you haven't had yet. So you, you had a short rest um, back at the tavern. All right. Cool. In that case... All right. What do wolves eat? Well, I'm going to turn myself into a real goat. An actual goat? An actual okay. full-blown goat. Like just a goat? Or is this like some sort of mountain goat? Is I this have a, a rules sick? question on that. Is this okay real quick? Mm -hmm. I, I'm assuming that it's this is using some sort of charge or something of a, a amount of changes that you can use for animals. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. This is a hard charge. I feel like... 
for this specific instance of changing into a goat, it should only be a half charge. <laughs> um, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, Jacob. Um, a satyr, while having the appearance of a goat, is not genetically a goat. This is a case of convergent evolution rather than divergent evolution. So yeah, um, okay. I'm going to explain this scientifically. Mother. Uh, Owen, no, sorry. I just want to... I'm not listening because I'm not hearing what I want to hear. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I'll, I'll go somewhat mountainy goat. Um, and then I would like to run past the wolf and look as tasty as humanly possible. As goatly possible, correct? Yeah. Um, I mean, you transform into a goat. Are you? I'm imagining the goat from Goat Simulator as you like bounce yeah. around a little bit, trying to like draw attention to yourself. Occasionally bleating, your tongue sort of hanging out the side of your mouth. Yeah, but a, tongue, tongue stuck to one of one of the cards and just pulling it along behind me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. What would be the closest to a deliciousness check that you could roll? Um, Animal handling, <laughs> deception. It's not really deception, though, is it? I'd say performance. performance. I'd allow a performance check oh, as you try to look. Or survival check? How is that not survival? Survival to look as delicious as possible. Well, because there's a performative yeah. aspect here where he's trying to look as, like, he's trying to get the movements right so that the wolf's instincts kind of hone in on the movement of the goat. He's trying to bleat really enticingly, yeah. probably, like, fake a limp at one point. It comes from the survival nature if, of knowing if how If it to helps make it easier for you, own, literally all those skills are all plus six to me, so it, 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 it's, <laughs> it's inconsequential for the result. I'm, I'm thoroughly... I, I think I definitely think performance matches up right. the best here because you're trying to act like the most delicious looking goat ever. You're trying to catch this wolf's attention. 25. <laughs> okay. As as Theodore shifts and changes his front half turning into a goat while his back half stays uh, appearing the same, but uh, it does change slightly genetically because he's not actually half goat as a satyr. Um, he just looks like he's half goat. As he f sort of fully shifts and transforms into a goat, um, your equipment melding into your body, the fur sort of brushing across. Uh, you then let out this like meh and then take <laughs> off. Yeah, oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. As you then take off across the square, doing these little bounces every so often. Um, yeah, the wolf clocks you immediately, the giant white head sort of turning and watching as you begin bounding between two of the buildings. Um, and as you head towards the forested section towards the southeast of town, the, the few trees that remain inside the palisade wall, uh, you see this like globule of drool drip out from between the teeth of the white direwolf, uh, instantly freezing as it does so, as it takes on this crystal-like appearance and then falling to the ground as ice. As the yep. white direwolf begins turning, uh, it looks like it's definitely, it, its eyes are on this delicious looking goat for the time being. Um, amazing. Anything else on your turn, Harrison? Or are you <laughs> covered, mate? Yeah, just move, move, move the, the distance over there. I'm trying to just lure him out of the town. Amazing. Uh, so just to confirm, are you heading uh, east or west? Because there's actually two sections of trees. You tell me which one you want to go towards. Um, east is much closer to the town gate than west. Yeah, I'll go to the east. Yeah, because east takes you back That's towards the right, south. Yeah eastern yep. town gate whereas if you head west you're gonna to have to take him through the entire town to try and get him yeah, out the gate like, we're going this way yeah brilliant uh the white wolf the winter wolf follows as it watches you move across uh raspip uh you watch as your companion turns into a goat 
bleats, shakes its ass in a little bit of a, a, a appealing <laughs> way, and then takes off bouncing down through the town. And how? And how? What would you like to do, Raspip? Ooh, I'm not sure if Andrew can hear us. Yeah, Raspip is incredibly confused by... Oh, he's here. I can hear you. I can hear oh, you. Oh, cool. I can hear you. Yeah. Raspip is incredibly confused at the terrible lack of communication that this party has. Um, <laughs> he's terribly confused by the really shit attempts to intimidate this wolf. And he is really, really confused that some idiot just decided to turn into a goat in front of a giant wolf. Um, so like naturally, Raspip is going to do two things. He is going to take his big line of rope that he's drawn on the ground and he is going to move it closer to in front of Tithla um, with the idea that hopefully it will get close enough to be able to be between the wolf and where Theodore is um, in the event that the goat decides to get uh, get chased down by the wolf. Um, the second thing that Raspip is going to do, um, Raspip is going to use his uh, meta magic and one of his sorcery points to cast a subtle spell, uh, which doesn't have any somatical verbal components to it at all. And he is going to cast Create Bonfire underneath the Winter Wolf. Ooh, okay. So literally underneath the wolf, yeah? <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Alrighty, I believe I make a dexterity saving throw, correct? Yeah, de dex of 13, yeah. Dex of 13. Uh, I will roll for the Winter Wolf. Uh, that is a dexterity of 18. Uh, as you create this burst of fire underneath the wolf Raspip, it suddenly darts to the side, growling as its eyes look around for the source of this magic before locking on you, Raspip. Seeing you still, like, so finishing you off wouldn't, the... You, so you wouldn't notice that it was me because it's gone without any verbal... Oh, you're doing silence. Apologies, yeah. any physical movements at all. Apologies. The wolf then looks around, confused, trying to locate the source of this magic. Is it the goat? So, so there's no other components that are used for this particular spell. Um, nice. It just is, yeah, just something that would just happen in the background there. Amazing. That's so cool. Uh, anything else on your turn, Raspip? Um, no, I don't think so. Alrighty. Uh, Jonor, it is your turn next. Okay, seeing uh, one goat appear and that take the attention of the white wolf, Jonah looks at the shape of this goat and imagines, how could, how could I do this? And he then puts his hands out and creates a, a silent image of another goat that takes the same form as the one that's just run by. <laughs> and he's going to, like, i got to stay within 60 feet of this thing, so he's going to plonk it. 60 feet away towards where the wolf was and then start moving in the direction where Theodore's gone and going to be moving this goat along that way. Amazing. That's, uh, that's the plan. Yep. Uh, so just sort of keeping it in line with, uh, with Theodore as he bounds along this silent image of a goat matching his pace, basically, Jodor. 
Yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of far away, so it's not going to be exactly next to him. But I'm going to get okay. you know yeah. I'll get 30, 30 feet closer and then just bump it sort of behind him. I mean, I can't say it better than uh, than Chumpet in stream. Ah, the classic goat twin strat. <laughs> <laughs> sums it up nicely it's a vintage strat okay it's a well-known uh dnd meta strat the twin goat strat everybody knows the twin goat strat um this is this is a this is definitely something that happens all the time uh <laughs> amazing chodor cool so we've got these two goats essentially now like trying to draw the attention of the wolf um Jonah, with that casting of the spell, the wolf, which originally had kind of stopped yeah. looking around, trying to locate the Not source me, of magic, sure. now sees you going... <laughs> yeah, it's a verbal, it's all three. It's somatic. Verbal, somatic. Yeah. Yep. And as you like, what, what, what do you use up in the spell as well? I think you've got some components and things like that that you burn cool. up through as well. I think there's probably like a feather. Um, maybe rope, because it's um, goat. You know, made out of wool. You know, it's got like the, the fleece to it. So I imagine rope and some sort of ration to make the, the animal. Yeah, J- Jonah, as you pull out this rope and begin like disintegrating it into yellow sparks as you cast the spell as it's used up as part of the spell, the wolf yeah. just sort of turns and looks at you. The illusionary goat bouncing next to Theodore, but you get the sense the wolf is now focused on danger rather than food. Um, yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Yep, look, could have happened. Um, and that's what he does. That's it for him. Amazing. The Winter Wolf. Um, oh, sorry. There's actually one more person who gets to go before the Winter Wolf who shares an initiative with you, Jonor. Rick Tavio. You watch as appearing next to Raspip and Jonor, this point of light, this mote of light suddenly bursts to life in the air and then as it splits in half it forms a doorway in the air this doorway almost this darkness of stars appearing on the other side with these hands grasping out from inside the doorway suddenly Rictavio steps through the half-elf bard that you had encountered back at the tavern the hands clawing at him to try and hold him back as he pushes through this dimension door and then ends the spell as he steps through on the other side taking a look at the wolf as it now looks towards the party. He goes, no, 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 please, that's, do not attack my friends. Please, everybody needs to calm down and we need to get him out of here before the guards get here. I I, I, I don't know what to do. Um, we, we need to get him out of here right now. As uh, Rictavio uses his spell of dimension door to come through. I will mention you guys have noticed now a few times spells in Barovia sometimes seem to act a little bit strangely. This is the first time you've seen dimension door go active Jonor um, the grasping hands you know that's not normally part of Dimension Door the, you've, you've seen a few times now magic acts a little bit strangely here your mage hand for example uh, is not only super swole but also like sometimes looks a little bit zombie like when you cast it um, mm. yeah something something a little bit uh, a bit wrong with uh, with spells in the demiplane of Barovia uh, that is Rictavio's go the winter wolf seeing Rictavio, immediately its ears go up. It sort of, its whole torso rises as it looks, sniffs the air, and then begins padding softly through the group towards Rictavio. Um, it then spends its full turn walking through the middle of the group, stepping around uh, Luther, not even seeing Luther really as it pushes through, uh, ignoring Tithla and Theodore the goat. And as it gets a little bit closer to Rictavio, it ends up sitting on the ground mouth open much more relaxed panting occasionally still glancing looks at jonor 
and as it does, the teeth sort of bare ever so slightly, and then it goes back to looking at Rictavio, going, uh, alrighty, Luther, it's your go. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to sort of rush past, um, use my 35 feet to sort of get to maybe like here. I'm not really going to, I don't want to come up behind the wolf and scare it just in case so his movement coming up, but um, I'm going to sort of, as I'm passing, seeing that it has like a bit of a connection with Rictavio, I'm going to look at him and go, <clears throat> so you know this, uh, this here wolf, this is your friend or something like that. There's obviously something, you've, you've got a connection. Yes, um, this is uh, a, a, a friend and companion, you could say. Um, he, he's he's travelled with me for some time. He, he came through the mists with me, but I, I can't leave him out there unprotected in the in the wilds. And you should see how they treat wolves in here. I I, I didn't know what else to do. I've been keeping him uh, in, in a wagon hidden behind. Someone must have have, have attacked him or, or upset him or let him out. Uh, we need to get him out of here now. You don't know how crazy these people are here. They they literally had an entire festival cutting their heads off wolves not only a few days ago. We need to get him somewhere safe. If you can distract the guards at the town, I can try and like ride him out of the town gates and find somewhere safe to keep him, but I, I can't be in town if he's if he's going to be out in the wilds. I'll have to be out there with him. It's, it seems a bit like you perhaps should not have brought him into the town. I can't leave him out there alone. He, he can't fend for himself. There's too many dangers here. And while he looks like he can be a bit more of a, um, a, 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 a like it looks like he can take care of himself, he, he's really a big softy. He can literally be dice? Uh, it's not as impressive as you might think. He's like, and as he says this, the wolf kind of like looks and makes like a bit of a whining noise. He's, he's, he, I found him as a pup, and he's he's. I don't know what it was that, that led him to, to be separated from his pack, but it does seem to have an effect on him. He's he's never really been like the other winter wolves. He's, he's not as fearsome as they are. He's a bit more of a, well, a puppy. And at that, this the wolf is, goes, Well, you are. Well, You're a big uh, this softy. Is, this is great overall, but um, we don't have time for this. You, we can talk about this uh, later on, a bit more in a safe environment. I'm going to go over to that crowd and try and... Um, at least get them going in a different direction looking for the wolf you uh, have a connection you need to get him out of here now or at least hide him do whatever you want i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna dash another 35 feet to sort of get where jonor is i guess yep. and raspip and i'm gonna start getting ready to try and divert the crowd uh alrighty what are the rest of you doing while luther does that um, seeing the oh, you gone uh, seeing that this wolf is obviously not going to be a problem to anyone at this point, um, I'll I'll probably yell out, "All right, well, if we're doing this, then um, <clears throat> uh, I guess, oh fuck it, all right, uh, I'm going to start running towards the east gate, and I'll say, go that way." I'll distract the guards. I'll get him out of the way. You just follow in a minute, and I'll start running towards the the east gate. Brilliant. Uh, alrighty, and uh, Tiffa. Uh, Tiffa's going to continue uh, trying to tell the angry mob to stop and trying to get them to stop. Great. So you're going to help um, Retavio. Yep. Oh well, actually, no, not Retavio. You're going to help um, uh, Luther. Um, yep. 
what I was planning on doing is going, I can't change the shape of the uh, the form of the silent image because I could, if it's- You sure? If I can't, I'm not sure. Let's have a look. Um, I, create, I create an image. I'm not sure if I can just like mold it on the spot. Let's have a read. Um, you create so the image of an object, creature or some other visible phenomenon. The image appears at a spot within range. You can use your action to move the image to any spot within range. As the image changes location, you can alter its appearance so that its movements appear natural for the image. For example, if you create an image of a creature and move it, you can alter the image so it appears to be walking. Um, I'm going to argue yeah. that if you can change the appearance so that it looks like it's moving, you can modify the image within reason. Because if you if you can modify it enough that it looks like it's moving naturally, you're changing the image itself. So I would argue that within reason, like if you wanted to change it to a, a it's larger goat... To, uh, to wolf and then i was gonna add a um a prestidigitation of wolf wolf like noises of scratching of uh claws on palisade and depict this thing uh visually and audially uh climbing up the wall getting to the edge there and then i was gonna cue it to jump off yeah I'd, I'd argue i'd argue that you could just shrink the horns make the fur a lot longer and really that would do the job of making it look more like a wolf like all you'd have to do is grow the fur a bit shrink the horns that's a very minor change that you're making to that image to make it look more wolf-like and then to add the sound effects yeah that's that yeah. that sounds like not a problem to me um yeah, with sweet. the sound effects are you using prestidigitation for the yeah prestidigitation yeah. would do the job yeah. nicely brilliant and where did you want to place those noises and that image uh journal um he's going uh directly south to the closest part of the wall Brilliant, yeah, just behind the edge of the stockyard. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so as I'm doing that, I'll say, okay, if this wolf is uh, not a problem, I'll make uh, this fake wolf look like it's jumping away. And then, uh, yeah, do that, go down, and away you go. No, that sounds like a great plan. Um, Theodore? Uh, I will run back, de-goat, and attempt to distract the crowd with a jaunty pipe performance amazing and raspip probably setting fire to dog um i am i'm not going to do a huge amount to be fair the only thing that i am going to do is i am going to ready my action in the event that the uh the town basically gets to where the wolf is, in which case I would like to cast Stinking Cloud. Okay. Uh, and Grinner, did you say what you were doing, sorry? Yeah, I'm uh, making my the... way to the, the That's right. east gate. Yeah, you're the only one heading to the east gate. All right, brilliant. Uh, let's do those who are working on distracting the townsfolk and Raspip, then we'll have you drop your uh, Stinking Cloud as that goes off. Look, what I'll do is Owen as well. Yep. Luther will know, said... Tifla, you know, Jonor, um, Theodore, even Raspip are like yeah. focusing more on the crowd. I'll probably double back and actually help Rictavio with the wolf. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Because um, like I'm, I'm not a I'm not a persuasion character. Yeah, no, I, I was enough. doing it to like nip in the bud in case, but then with some actual more persuasion based characters, EA, you know, EG Theodore, I'll help out. Yeah, no, no, all good. That sounds like a plan. Uh, well, let's do those who are marching on the townsfolk as. As the three of you, as um, Jonor, Raspip, 
and Theodore get to the crossroads and Tithla, sorry, as well. Um, get to the crossroads and begin looking up down, uh, looking up the main thoroughfare. You can see about four guardsmen, accompanied by a number of villagers, approaching with makeshift weapons and torches, looking around in the darkness, trying to see where this commotion, where, where the cause of this commotion is. You can also see uh, marching along with them is a, a younger woman, uh, one who you actually saw running away with the party before. Um, she looks to be maybe like 19, 20, um, and she looks terrified. Uh, white face, sort of hiding back behind one of the guardsmen, like looking around terrified as they sort of bring her being like, where, where did you see this creature? Like, Point out where you saw it and we will we will find it. And she's like, in the stockyard, why, why are you bringing me with me? I don't want to come. the gaslight. Oh no. <laughs> as, um, as the four of you all sort of stand there looking up, um, Theodore, you're playing the pipes jauntily, you said? Yeah. Can I have a performance check, please? 100%. Not my jauntiest. (laughs) It's very average. It's a very average jaunty, jaunty pipe. Um, As you do like a tarantella, essentially, uh, on your your pan pipes. Um, The the guards sort of give you a look, and then as they look around trying to see into the stockyard, um, all of you kind of blocking the road a little bit, what are you doing? Move! Get get out of the way! We need to investigate. There has been reports of a large creature seen inside the stockyard. A, a large wolf. There is no wolf here. What are you talking about? Just us having a minor revel with these Vistani um, merchants? There's no wolf here. They sort of look around. Um, Jonor and Tithla uh, and Raspip. Uh, what are you guys doing as Theodore begins chatting to these guards? Well, I'm going down south with the intent of making my imaginary wolf jump yep. up to the edge, make a big wolf noise, and then jump away. So I'm, I'm bitching. Are you kind of like waiting to see them to see that? So are you kind of like trying to wait for the guards to get in range before you activate this? They get, yeah, they cool. see it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 Uh, you haven't heard any cries of alarm yet, Jonah. As you keep your image ready and you're like poised, ready to make this thing jump, you're just waiting patiently at this stage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, if, they're, if they're in sight, if they're like down this alleyway and they would be able to see where it would jump out, then that's the point I'd do it. Okay, yeah. So at the moment, you think they're probably too far away to see it in the gloom and the darkness, but um, sure. but as soon as they're in within range, probably even if you cast a light, you could help with that a little bit. Although you need to press the digitation for the um for the sound, yeah. so probably not. Uh, okay, Tithla. Um, so Tithla. He's probably still just confused and trying to, like, why haven't these people heard her and all that sort of stuff? Because <laughs> um, that's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, I think, so she seems to have control over the, she's worked out how to get the doors to open and slam and that sort of stuff. So she's going to, how far away is this mob now? Uh, they're up to about 30 feet, 40 feet away from you guys. You've moved up to kind of block the pathway down. Wonderful number to hear. Wonderful number to hear. Right. Uh, we'll move forward a little bit. Um, and just to try and get their attention, we're going to do the window door slam, try and behind them, just to get them to turn around and just distract them for a few seconds or, you know, just to freak them out and go, oh, now, what's going on over there? Maybe we should look at what's going over there. Just confirm for me, Thaumaturgy. Verbal yeah, and somatic? Yeah. Just verbal, bitch. <laughs> I don't think that was necessary. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I needed that. <laughs> um, 
as you I, as I you needed it. Oh, okay, needed it's for that. you. It's for you. Okay, as you as you mutter arcane words under your breath in a foul goblin tongue, I mean, they and then suddenly, hear me when I was shouting. I don't think they'll hear me when I'm talking normally. Yeah, yeah. they're a lot closer now than they were before. Uh, I, you, I don't want these specifics. Okay, that's too bad. This world is based on science, and you will respect it. Uh, as you as you begin muttering under your breath these arcane words. Uh, Luckily, the sound of your mushrooms is drowned out by the from um, Theodore's jaunty playing. And then suddenly as the shutters of a window slam shut behind them, all of them, including the, the young woman, sort of turn and look up terrified. A few of the villagers at the back begin like poking up at the air with their pitchforks as if trying to like poke whatever it was that opened and closed the shutter. Uh, the woman, actually, can you make me an intimidation check, Tithla. I want to see... She's already pretty scared. I want to see how much this tips her over the edge. Yeah, let's see if I get another... Oh, that was close. That's a 16. 16. Uh, the DC it for this was on the 15. for a second there, though. Oh, did so. it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, luckily for this, the DC was 15. So this is a pass. Um, she's had enough. With this sudden fright from behind her, she lets out this small shriek pulls her arm free of the guards and begins sprinting back up the main road away from the uh, away from the stockyard. Uh, the young lady, she is clearly not of sound mind and it is not best to um to dwell on what she says. I'm sure she just heard our performance and uh, assumed it was something more frightful. Now listen here, I've known... Why am I Scottish? Now listen here, I've known Arabelle for... I'm still Scottish! Oh, get out of my <laughs> head, Scottish accent. I've known these wee ones for years now. I've known now. wee Arabelle for many moons. She's <laughs> not one for taking a flight to fancy. Um, sorry, let me get the let me get the this, uh, the Barovian accent back again. The problem is fucking... Um, uh, I've chosen Scottish for Rick Tavio, and that is a, it's always hard to come out of that accent afterwards. Uh, let me just find my, find my voice again. All right, I've got it. The wee ones... <laughs> Thank you. I have I have known Arabelle for many months. She is not one to take into flights of fancy. I, she said that there was a beast here. There was a beast here. Well, look, per per perhaps she was uh, mistaken. I had a rough, stressful day. I mean, we were, you know, having a loud, loud performance. You know how Zivistani gets sometimes. And how mm. dare you call me a beast? You are yeah, Vistani? Well, no, we are not Vistani. We were just... um. Look, I'm a performer. This is a Vistani-like performances. We were um, collaborating for the upcoming festival of the Blazing Sun. Ooh, nicely remembered. You are. Uh, as, as, as the guard sort of like looks and goes, you are. And then another one of the younger ones sort of like tugs on his shoulder and like whispers into his ear at a very loud whisper. You know, that one is kind of hairy. Do you reckon she mistook the goat man for a wolf? Like, if he was, like, making, like, howling noises with his flute. Uh, don't be stupid. She would not have made that mistake. Silence, uh, it, it would not be the first time I've been mistaken for a great, um, beast. <laughs> uh, do you give an eyebrow raise at that? Because it looked like you did, Has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we won. Do you give a wink? Oh, he does. Ah, disgusting. Ah, <laughs> oh, gross. Um, as like as you anymore. do that, one of the female guards, uh, who, as you have a bit of a look, uh, Theodore, has a bit of like a look at you and like looks at your quite weedy chest and and thin narrow arms. I know in your character what? art you look like quite a quite a handsome fellow, but we've discussed no. that your strength and con is pretty poor. No, con is poor. Strength is is passable. I'm 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 plus one to strength. Oh, okay. I take it back I, then. I'm, I'm there are strength. some muscles. Yeah. yeah. 
As she, as she looks at your tan skin, muscles, your flowing mane uh, falling loosely around your horns, she sort of like gives a bit of a blush as it comes to her cheeks. Mm-hmm. And um, as you sort of stand there, cutting quite a heroic figure with your pan flute at your waist, um, <laughs> saying, I'm a bit of a beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a sort of a blush that comes to her cheeks. Uh, the, the older guard goes, why are you blocking the way into the, the stockyard? You need to let us pass so we can go and investigate. This is our job. You cannot block us from entry into town. We will throw to you in the gallows time. if you... I Surely you did not interrupt the performance practice that we were doing for the Burgermaster's Festival of the Blazing Sun. I am not interested in, in performance practices. We will, You can cease the practice. We will not interrupt. We will just move through or you can perform while we are there. You, your decision. Okay. If you want to come in, that's fine. You'll find nothing here. Great. Uh, and as they begin sort of pushing past Raspip, uh, did you want to cast Stinking Cloud or do you reckon that time has passed? <laughs> do it. You know you want to. Stink em. What would Raspip do? Uh, I will, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, great. Uh, let me pull open Stinking yeah, Raspip, Cloud. Uh, Are you going to do subtle as spells? As, as soon as they got past Raspip, would uh, would definitely set that off. Um, yeah, it would be a subtle spell. Uh, you create a twenty-foot radius sphere of yellow, nauseating gas. The cloud spreads around corners, and the area is heavily obscured. Each creature that is completely within the cloud at the start of its turn must make a con save uh, or spend its action retching and reeling. <laughs> okay. Um, where do you activate this spell, Raspip? Um, I'm going to do it uh, in, f- like, actually just literally center on the group of guards. Amazing. Okay. As they begin walking off. towards you guys, Raspip, you just, like, focus, concentrate, and then suddenly almost like the mist because because at this point with the, with the night sort of closing in the mist is curling around your feet um not as thick and not as heavy as it was in the uh, in the town of Dowbridge and in the wilds but there is still mist gathering around your feet in the in the town of Alaki the mist suddenly grows thicker and tendrils begin rising and it takes on this very disgusting like rotten egg yellow hue and as these tendrils begin rising up the guards begin coughing and spluttering i'll roll con saves uh what's your dc raspip um give me a second it's Don't DC. Worry, that's 13. a fail that's a fail <laughs> as long as <laughs> as long as your dc's 14 and above don't worry i've failed i did not roll above a 13. the d the dc is 13. i did not roll above a 13 only one guard is not vomiting <laughs> the rest of them collapse as they're like <laughs> uh, as they begin choking on this foul noxious vapor um where you've positioned at Raspip, it's just out of range of where you guys now, are standing. The only other thing that Raspip is going to do, um, Raspip is, yeah, the only thing other thing that Raspip is going to do is move closer towards the wolf. Okay. Anything else, or just moving towards the wolf and towards Rictavio? Oh, the no, wolf still just here. Moving closer. Uh, I'm sort of running the different things that are happening semi-simultaneously, but I want to get as far as the guards pushing through before I then jump back in time to Rictavio and Luther and Jonor. Right. Yeah. Um, because I had a feeling this 
could influence what Rictavio, Jonor, and Luther do. <laughs> if the guards like weren't delayed and just pushed right through you guys, then their turn would be a bit different. Whereas I need to know what happens with you guys before I can know what happens with them. Playing around with right. time. Then I would have resisted deal. a little bit more for them coming in. I wouldn't have yeah. rolled over to them. Well, I mean, uh, it's, you didn't even need to because as soon as as soon as you started to like let them in and, and sort of make a bit of a space, suddenly the f the stinking cloud emerged and began choking them. Um, you watch yeah, as as the female guard who sort of gave you a bit of an eye, who to your eye probably was quite attractive, begins vomiting heavily uh, <laughs> as, this, as the uh, the stinking cloud begins like choking her, and you watch as tears spring into her eyes. She's like, <laughs> um. The only one who's unaffected is the young man who went, uh, Sir, the, the goat man does look, he's, he's a bit hairy. You reckon she mistook him for the wolf? Um, he sort of seems slightly unaffected. Um, he quickly pulls out a handkerchief and holds it over his mouth and he goes, Oh, oh, that's foul. Oh my God. <coughs> and he begins like wafting it away and stumbles forwards out of the fog cloud. Hmm? Oh, and can I argue one point to that? Okay. Being normally if you're in a crowd of people that all begin throwing up it's yep. going to initiate your own gag reflex not necessarily <laughs> this man unbeknownst to you is the son of the village tanner which means he deals with piss smells all day long <laughs> I def step up. definitely had that it's definitely on his uh, notes here i'll just pull them open and share them it was always the plan uh, no, I, in my in my mind, as soon as one of them passed, I was like, I've got to have an explanation for this. Clearly, he's like from a family who deal with pretty disgusting smells. Maybe he's from the Tanner, or maybe he's the the night soil man who comes and collects the fucking like his family. Like his dad was the guy who collects the buckets of shit from outside houses in the evenings. What a career! What a career! And um, I think someone was telling me what that only like a hundred years ago, there were places <laughs> in Australia that still didn't have running water. And so, like, for toilets, like, places in the country. And so, and not even septic tanks. Like, this is, like, within the last hundred years, not even septic tanks. And their grandfather, um, like, like, would have to, like, at night, close the windows because the night soil man would come past and collect the shit from their outdoor toilet and walk past their bedroom window to, like, get back to the main road. Like, within the last hundred years, this was still a thing. How nuts is that? <laughs> like, that's just crazy to me. Pretty shit yeah <laughs> thank you yeah, yeah yeah um as as this as this younger guard like pushes forward out of the the stinking cloud um and seems somewhat unaffected um and looks back at his his friends and colleagues and tries to like waft the stinking cloud away you get the sense he's a bit distracted for the moment um that's all i needed to know is how long they were going to be held up ages uh that spell lasts <laughs> for one minute <laughs> so <laughs> Luther, Jonor, and um, and Rictavio and the wolf. So all all back in the main square. We're going to jump back in time a little bit as the rest of the party rush forward. Rictavio turns towards you, Luther, and, and you, Jonor. As Jonor, you begin creating this illusion. Rictavio looks, gives a bit of an eye and goes, that's a that's a bit of clever spellcasting there. You, you got the sounds right as well. That's that's quite impressive. Thank you. That, that'll be a fine distraction if I can get on the back of, um, the back of my wolf companion here. Can, uh, can get out through the main gates hopefully hopefully you can use that to distract them send the guards off in the wrong direction I'll have to try and find somewhere safe outside of town and maybe pitch up I can't say I relish the idea of spending a night outdoors but I don't see what choice I've got now that uh, now that I've been discovered um is okay yeah so we're in the where we're in the warehouse area still yeah 
Yeah, it's probably not a good idea putting the wolf anywhere back in here again. Um, <clears throat> do you um do you have any um sort of areas outside of this uh, town that you could go to? I've not set up anywhere too close. There's, I've got a base camp uh, about a day's travel from here, but that's useless to me in the night. I think we'll just try and find a place maybe around the back of the town, hug the palisade walls and try and find an outcropping, maybe some trees that we can camp under. I think that's going to have to be, unfortunately, the best bet. We need to uh, make haste. I don't think we're expecting rain tonight, but probably best if I seek some shelter. Thank you for your help. I, I've said that we need to have a chat. That's doubly so now. You've you've done me a favor. I won't forget that. I wouldn't mind a chance to meet with you and your companions later. There's some things I'm we can discuss. We have to fight. I'm just happy about that. And I thank you for treating my companion here with respect and not just rushing and attacking, I'm like the rest of the townsfolk. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I throw him before he goes. I throw him a signal whistle because I have four of them packed. Oh, nice. And um, I go <clears throat> look. Um, we haven't had a, much of a chance to talk at all, but uh, I have heard that you had helped out Grinner, well, at least converse with him, so uh, I know that you have intentions to talk with us. By all means, take the signal whistle, and um, if you do meet with some misfortune on the outside, then we can maybe come and potentially help. Obviously, you know, we'll, we'll try our very best. This is, this is quite clever. You lot actually seem to be fairly competent. Most of the people who are brought through here seem that way and then end up dead before too long, but this is this is quite clever. I think you might have a chance. What, two shot two shot beeps on the whistle and then one longer one for danger? And then maybe if you if you wanted to come out in the morning I can try and find you maybe one short too long. What do you reckon? Perfect. Can you um I'll just get that down real quick. What was it again? Two short and one long for danger. One shot, too long for safe. That's how I'll find you in the morning. If you come out, find somewhere safe uh, outside the, the eye shot of the town guards, maybe in the woodlands to the south, blow the whistle. One shot, too long, I'll come find you. The two short, one long, did you say for danger? Yeah, two shot, one long. If, if I'm in danger and I need you to help me, or, or if, you, if you're able to come out of the town, maybe, like, boop, 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 would be a great yep. way to get your attention. <laughs> And then the other one... It's really hard to go from a lower voice to a much higher voice immediately. Um, I'm finding that <laughs> once I've set myself for a quite low Irish accent, to suddenly go into falsetto is a lot harder than I thought. <laughs> I would, I would also imagine the six point something percent isn't helping that either. <laughs> the six. <laughs> <laughs> right, so yeah, it's a, it's a rough two octave jump. <laughs> Three right, octave so got... jump. I've got two short, one long for danger, two long, one short for communication. Sounds like a plan. Thank you. And good luck. I don't know if he has anything else. I'm also going to give him my fishing tackle and bells so he can do a, a, an alarm system around his uh, little place. Oh, th I thank you nicely for this. Seriously, I I'm in your debt and I don't I don't take that lightly. This This will be something that I will repay, I promise you. Thank you. Hey, look, um, I'll be honest as well. Like, any allies we can get in this uh, quite um, grim, you know, realm is by all means uh, going to be handy in the long run. So, by all means, um, we're going to stick together, hey? Yes, I. 
you're doing me a service. When you first came into town, I wasn't sure I could trust you. I was going to have a chat with you to try and suss out who you are, what you're doing. There's the lords, the, the, the count. He can appear in disguises, but I was pretty confident that if it was a group of five of you, perhaps it was unlikely that you were him and his minions, but this this isn't what he would do. You're, you're genuinely helping me. Thank you. I, I feel I can trust you. That's not something that's easily easily given in these lands. Well, anyway, we're gonna we'll definitely have more time to talk, but uh, for now, so uh, we're gonna make haste. Get this. Uh, get you guys out of the town. Thank I'll you. um I'll, I'll keep friend. pace with you just uh, to help you guys out. Thank you for that. Your friend, the scary-looking one with the brutal scars, he seemed to rush ahead towards the town gate. Is he running a distraction? I did, I did say, um, follow oh. me in a minute, I'll get the guards out of the way. Oh, brilliant. Okay, in that case, he goes, fantastic. Your friend, the scary one with the scars, I can imagine his distraction is somewhat violent from uh, appearance. Would that be a fair estimate? Um, yeah, that's uh, usually his modus operandi. <laughs> well, in this regard, he might not be violent per se. I don't think he's going to go and beat up the guards. But uh, now that I say that, we better actually go and check out what he's doing. It looks like your friends have done a good job. They they seem to have delayed the guards, and there's some sort of weird, like yellow smoke gathering. Probably oh, time I've to leave. I've never seen that before. I don't know who did that. Yeah, I I, I didn't that, see either. I look at Jonah. Is that uh, is that you, Jonah? Or is that your spell? Nope. Uh, no, I, I got a spell from here. Like I'm just getting whisk, whiffs and uh, yeah, you should, geez, you should get out of like, here. It's smells like eggs that have been out in the sun for three weeks. The wolf immediately begins like pouring in its nose. Oh, oh all right, yeah, we're yeah, leaving. Yeah. We're leaving. <laughs> As he jumps on yeah, its let's back, get out of here. Um, Jonah, you by all means stay with these guys and make sure they're doing all right. I'm, I'll keep pace with this guy for a bit and make sure that they uh, they get out safe. No I'll meet up with Grinner, and bring him back. Sounds good. Alrighty. Uh, as Rictavio and the wolf begin rushing towards uh, Grinner, uh, Grinner, uh, and um, it looks like you're casting haste, uh, Raspip on. Um, on Rictavio and his wolf. Yeah, I was going to cast haste um, on Rictavio, but I might actually instead cast invisibility on the wolf, actually. Oh my God, okay. Oh, and if he's riding it. It lasts for one hour. He's just going to be hovering around everywhere. (laughs) Well, that's the question. Invisibility is everything that you're carrying. I know there's been a lot of talks about this. Invisibility Mount 5e. Let's have a look. Yeah, it's wearing or carrying, so I guess it might. Um... That's such a gray area. Any eh? anything on the target's person, anything specifically is how it is written. Things are equipment and things like that, not people. So no, I'm going to. He's just hovering around. Yeah, he's just sort of. Is he what? Sorry. Is he a Vistani? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so 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 he's not. So he's a person then. He's not very a much he's people. He's very <laughs> much. He's very much not a Vistani. Um, <laughs> Uh, so literally as he climbs on the back of the wolf and they begin and they begin heading off Raspip comes like running down the road and goes wait <laughs> and casts invisibility <laughs> um, the wolf immediately disappears Raspip sort of like looks up as uh, Rictavia sort of hovering above the ground and looks down and goes well I might get off the wolf then <laughs> he climbs down <laughs> and begins walking alongside he's like this will be a lot easier to sneak out if it's just me thank you tiny one that's a that's a great uh, great spell you got there appreciate it I'll see you a lot in the morning hey uh, Grinner 
What are you doing, buddy? Yeah, so so not knowing now that a distraction is yeah. totally irrelevant because the wolf is invisible, um, uh, Gritter's just, he's from when he said that, he's just been full running towards the, the game, like just full tilt. Um, Screaming still, or is that just before? No, 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 no. He's okay. just um, soldier double-timing it, basically. Um, up to the gate. Uh, what am I? What am I looking at? Uh, it looks like there are two guards manning the gate. One of them is currently heading down the road towards the massive cloud of stink and the sound of people retching, getting the sense that maybe something's not going quite right, leaving a single guard manning the gate. This gentleman's an older, uh, grizzled-looking man, probably in his like late sixties. Um, the armor he's wearing is ill-fitting. His spear, which is too long for him in the way that he's holding it. Um, the shaft is actually much, much longer and was designed, excuse me, designed for someone a lot taller than him. Um, the spearhead is actually quite jagged and rusted. It looks like the armor and equipment he's using is just as old as he is. Uh, and as you approach, he sort of like lowers the spear. The gate shut behind him. The, the gate out of town is currently closed with a large crossbar covering the covering the gate to lock it from the, uh, the inside. Stop! You can't go outside. It's too dangerous. Oh, oh, all right, all right. Uh, I'm still very much walking straight towards him. I've got yeah. my hands up though. I just, I'm going to point back that way. Still walking directly to him, but yep. I'm kind of like looking as though I'm not. I'm kind of blasé about the whole concept of leaving. Okay. Um, can I get up to him? Uh, as you get a bit closer, he sort of like lowers the spear a bit and goes. What is it? What? <laughs> he holds his ear up to try and like hear what you're saying, thinking that you're you're speaking softly. Yeah, cool. All right. Seeing that I'm not going to get too close to him, I'm just going to throw my plank of wood at his head. <laughs> Can you make me a uh, a ranged attack with the improvised simple weapon, please, <laughs> on your character sheets? I'm pleased. I went to uh, all the trouble of like putting in all of these like improvised weapons. <laughs> The, the throne improvised weapon, yes, I'm assuming? Yes, yeah, that'd that be perfect, thank you. As you fling a plank of wood at this guy. <laughs> this seems very comedic because you just throw a whole plank of wood and go... <laughs> Let's see if it hits him. Natural one, seven. <laughs> As you throw the plank of wood, it immediately catches the air, angles down and lands like perfectly vertical and then falls back towards you and lands at your feet. What, what are you doing? That you're trying to throw that something aggressive, um, I'm going to say with a natural one, not necessarily. He's going to roll an insight check. <laughs> Careful, Sonny, with that block of wood, you could have hurt yourself. What, what are you doing here at the gate? Oh. How close can I get to this guy? <laughs> um, it, seeing you essentially like fumble and throw a block of wood on the ground in front of him, he's now like lowered his spear and he's like bending down to try and like help you pick up the plank. Oh man. Uh, okay, I, I'm just gonna. Uh, I feel I'm just gonna terrible. choke okay, you. So he's, he's he's bending down. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna like back fist pump smack the back of his helmet so that he kind of like he, falls face first. Okay. Oh, he yeah. doesn't have a helmet. Okay, no, just no, the no, back no. of yeah. his head. Whatever. Great. I'm just Do gonna wanna... smack him in the back of the head. Do you want to make me an unarmed strike, please, uh, Grinner? Okay. Uh, and I then do. while that's happening, I'd like Andrew to roll me a D100, please. Just through roll 20, just roll me a D100. I want to see what happens. Oh, dear. 19 with a 7 damage. 19 obviously hits. 7 damage smashed into the back oh, of his baby. head. 99? 
<laughs> um, so this was to roll to see if the nails were pointing up on the oh. plank of wood or if they'd fallen no. down on the plank of wood. As you smash this guy on the top of his head and he drops forward and smashes his face into the board, uh, luckily the nails were facing the other way. <laughs> okay. I had under cool. under 30. I figured it'd be like a 30% because you were throwing it overhand like this with the nails at the top. So with the spin, it's more likely they would have landed face down. Um, so I had it as a 30% that they would have landed down and away without the points coming upwards. Um, as you as you smash into his head, he just drops, cracking his head on the board, and you hear this, oh, and then silence. Um, silence? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. My, it's non-lethal okay, so damage, my... I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's non-lethal damage you're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I assumed that. So, so as you look down, you can see there's this massive gash on both the front of his head and the back of his head from where your fists hit him and then the board hit him. Um, it looks like this dude did not have a lot of health and is currently unconscious. Okay, so that new plan, new plan, because my initial plan was just to smack him and run away so that he'd follow me. Um, yep. <laughs> So, right, he's, he has a HP of six, so you you knock him out in a single blow. You just boom and hammer him down on the head. Tell me, there's like Sorry, a shrub near the gate I can just put him in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I just put him in the shrub and I make Do you just sure like that grab him by the legs and like toss him. Yeah, no, I I feel I really gently bad. drag him. I, I do. I'm quite. I didn't want this to happen. I, <laughs> I gently drag him over and I just place him neatly in a shrub out of the way um <laughs> yeah sure. and then uh i know that's going to take up a bit of time but given that old mate the other guard is walking down the street towards the other stuff i just want to start making my way down that way and I, I probably won't be able to get to it at the moment but my plan is to run past him and kind of like bitch slap the back of his head and just keep running <laughs> okay brilliant. um as as you begin moving down the street um you see the rest of the group uh luther and rictavio coming from around behind some of the buildings looking for the guards not seeing any and seeing you instead like running away <laughs> like jogging <laughs> jogging down the road uh luther and rictavio you, you get to the gate you unhook the crossbar <laughs> open the gates wide and rictavio looks around and goes that was surprisingly easy hey, wait why is that? What the hell? And he looks over and you see the old guard hovering in the air as the wolf gently picks him up from the bushes. Rictavio's like, no, no, put put that man down. Oh, my God. No, no, no. No, drop it. Drop it. Oh, good dog. Goodness, that was a bit scary. I thought he was going to eat him for a second. Actually, the dog right here. Hey, dog. <laughs> um, um, no, this is, this is, um, this is fine. Um, okay. Um... <sighs> I, see, I, I knew, I knew, I knew I shouldn't drink myself. I knew he would hit him. I knew it. Look, all right, Rutavio, you take your friend there and you get going. Um, I'll try my best to salvage this situation. Right. Sounds oh, like a plan. Sorry, I, have... I was just, I was just making sure the dog put down the, uh, no, the man that's fine. again. No, <laughs> yeah, picking him up. <laughs> Okay, nope. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say goodbye to Octavio and the and, and the wolf. Uh, I mean, you can't um, see I the wolf, say... and so like as you like are looking around, waving a hand out, suddenly you feel this cold, very cold, wet um, nose press against your forehead, and to go, <laughs> and then back away. 
Perfect. Oh, before Octavia goes, I will ask, hey, Octavia, have you got any empty bottles of alcohol or anything like that? Or even, like, alcohol that I can... I have an idea of what I can do with this card. Empty bottles of alcohol? No, I'm sorry, I don't... I, I came in such a rush, I've left all my stuff back at the inn. I, I literally only have what you, what you see on me. When I heard the sound of screams, fine. I had a bad feeling it might be might be my wolf. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, but you guys get going. That's uh, that's important. I'll I'll lock this gate back up and then um, yeah, I'll try and salvage the best as I can. As I see Grinner just way down the road, sprinting <laughs> off still. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, good luck to you, and I'll see you in the morning. Perfect. Uh, give him a wave. I wave to where I think the wolf is. <laughs> you don't get any response, but yeah, yeah I mean, you, feel, you feel good about yourself. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I don't think I have any alcohol in my... Um, no, I don't think I have any alcohol in my pack. Um, what a time okay, to gonna... start drinking. What are you up to? No, I know. <laughs> I'm going to check the... I'm going to check the, the guard. Does he have anything on him at all? As you begin, like, pouring through his stuff, you find a coin purse with some coins in it, um, a picture of his family. No, no, no. no, no um, <laughs> Please be a handwritten note. <laughs> no, as you, as you look through, he has a coin purse. Um, there's some coins in it, a few coppers, some silvers. Um, you can see that he has uh, a dagger um, strapped to his belt. You can see that he's got uh, some keys to a house, you guess, maybe to a um, uh, one of the manor houses. That's Not much else. I'm going to leave all of them. Does he have any alcohol rations. on him? No, it doesn't seem to have any alcohol on him. Damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to paint the picture that this guy got super drunk, and that's how he stumbled into this. Um, okay, I'm going to look around. Is there anything near me at all that like could I could get alcohol from? Uh, I mean, as you have a bit of a look around, Luther, could you make me a quick investigation check? While you're doing that, uh, <laughs> Grinner... I mean, you run up to the guard in no time at all and bitch slap the back of his head. Uh, if I, I would like to amend that very oh, slightly. Okay. Okay. Is he wearing a helmet? Yes. I'm going to yank it off his head and keep running. Oh, you, what the fuck? As you begin sprinting off the guard, begins chasing after you. Um, You run up towards the edge of this stinking cloud. What's the, the area? The I think it's 20 foot. So it's pretty much covering most of the road. Grinner, the, do you the, run stinking th- cloud, the stinking cloud would probably be done by now, given the fact that it's concentration. Oh, and you've cast invisibility. And it's cast invisibility. Brilliant. The stinking cloud is gone. Grinner, as you run up parallel to these guys, the stinking mm-hmm. cloud probably is just ending because this is happening simultaneously with a lot of the other stuff. So the stinking cloud, like you can see the guardsmen are all retching as they're sort of a standing up, starting to recover, and you hear the guard from behind like, Oi, stop that man! Um, the others begin like looking towards you, and you see a group of five guardsmen in front of you. I want to slowly lob- getting to their feet the helmet into the middle of them aiming to just scone one of them in the head not any in particular just into the crowd at head height hey just fucking fling it do you want to give me a ranged uh, improvised weapon attack play or throw, Man, throw i don't even weapon. think my plan of making this guard look drunk is relevant <laughs> now. drunk is gonna work now because no. he's 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 plainly like <laughs> full on attacking them I'm still going to try and do something, yeah. but yeah. Uh, with a 20, Luther, you do find a discarded milk bottle out the front of one of the houses. Um, it's not a traditional milk bottle. It looks like it could easily be uh, a glass bottle used for various other um, liquids. It's not. It doesn't look like that wide-mouthed milk bottle. You get the sense that if you like, were able to get a bit of an alcohol smell in this and put it next to the 
next to the guardsman or, or otherwise just like have it wrapped in his hand. Maybe you could convince them that he'd been drinking. The only problem with that theory is the front of his head and the back of his head are bleeding, not profusely, but enough that it looks a bit suspicious. And the plank of wood with the blood stain on it is still in the middle of the road. Um, could I also we'll do, argue... we'll do We'll do Grinner first and then I'll do mine. Yeah. Could I please argue that given that I'm just throwing into a mob, I have advantage on that? Uh, no, because you're throwing it into a group of people, not targeting one in particular. So I would actually argue that you've got less less of a chance to like aim for someone in particular and bang them on the head. You're more likely just to like throw it randomly in and, and hit like an cool. arm or a leg or something. Yeah, I'm, that's fine too. I'm happy with that. But the whole point is to get as much attention as possible and just keep running. Uh, even though it's an 11, actually, I'm going to give you advantage because two of them are still prone on account of them having been vomiting for the past, like... <laughs> Minutes. Uh, do you want to make me another uh, attack roll? With the oh, damage? it's so much better. 13. 13 is enough to hit. Um, 11 wasn't. 13 is. One of the ones whose prone is just getting up, it smashes into the side of him and like topples him over sideways as he goes, oh, oh, and begins like coughing up. Um, you then begin sprinting back down into the darkness again, I'm assuming, away from sight. Correct, like heading towards the other gate. Amazing. Okay, amazing. The guards sort of organize this half-hearted split. Two of them running towards where the wolf was last seen. The others trying to chase after this douchebag who's throwing helmets at people. Um, <laughs> that, that is how we're going to end tonight's session with Grinner sprinting <laughs> off into the darkness. Because I think I think we're going to need to have a bit more time to deconstruct how the guards deal with the rest of you guys in the main town square and how everything else is happening as well. So that is where we will wrap up for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody, for a chaotic session where we had a natural zero dice roll. <laughs> not a natural zero, sorry. Where we had a zero check, a zero check on a, on a dice roll. Unbelievable. Uh, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much again to our lovely guest character, Andrew, for joining us as Raspip. Stinking Cloud is a fantastic spell that no one ever picks. I'm always happy to see it. Everyone's like, oh, it's not very min-maxed. No, it's hilarious and I love it. It's a great spell. <laughs> I'm here for the lols. Yeah, we know. <laughs> so that's why I invited you. Um, I, need oh to, uh, I need to make sure that Raspip goes and collects his rope as well. I had something hilarious in mind for that, but it didn't end up panning out. That's okay. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a chance next session. Um, awesome. Well, It'll thank you so much, everybody. That is where we are wrapping up for tonight. We will be back again next week with more Curse of Strahd. Tomorrow night is Avatar Legends, and Wednesday night is Return of the Giants, our two other campaigns. One D&D, one Avatar Legends, which is the Avatar The Last Airbender session. Remember, you can catch up on all previous episodes on YouTube or on Spotify, Google Play Podcasts, Pandora, iTunes, whatever you use for your podcasts, we are on it. You can check them out. Um, thank you so much again for joining us. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again next time. And uh, if you are watching on YouTube, remember to hit that subscribe button. It really, really helps us out. We are now only like, I think, 300 subscribers-ish away, 330 away from the 1k that we need for youtube so thank you so much everybody who's been hitting that subscribe button um and if you if you have enjoyed listening to us please hit the button and That's that does me. work uh ominously earlier today we got a message from owen showing that there was 666 <laughs> subscribers so it was frightening and turns out 
it was right. Brand. We were right to be frightened. So thanks if, for that. Uh, if you're part of the Discord, which uh, the invite is on our Twitch and YouTube pages, uh, you would have seen a call to arms to rise and take these mortal lands from the undeserving uh, with the <laughs> screenshot of us with 666 subscribers. I like to have fun. Lucky I took a screenshot. Within five minutes of me taking that screenshot, we were at 667. I was like, oh, I almost missed that. Oh, my God. I didn't <laughs> even have an alert or anything. I just happened to glance at it and saw that and I went, yes. <laughs> Execute order 666. Oh, that would have been a way funnier caption. Damn it. Next time. Um, all right, everybody. Stay safe. Stay well. We will see you all again next time. Until then, farewell, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you.